Frazier and Maestro styles, you know we got one Right back like we left some We don't duck smoke, we want all of it So line them up, Trey shot with the blade, you know we sizing it up I'm quick to catch the fade, you know styles making the cut Cause we coming out clean every time that we showing up It's gonna be called The Barbershop Yo, what's good? What's good, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We are streaming live on our Twitter handle at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2, also on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page on Facebook Live. I'm Trey Frazier. I got my brother Maestro Styles here with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good, man? How we feeling, man? Back like we never left. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm man. I'm blessed, bro. I'm I'm blessed, man. Happy to be here, man. Happy yes, to sir. Be back absolutely, this. absolutely. Uh, how was vacation? Uh, vacation was great. Mexico was fun. Um, didn't like the travel coming back, but um, 116 people with us, family, friends, mixed, and everything. Um, poolside, beach, all that good stuff, man. It was fun, bro. That's what's was, up. That's what's up. It was good. Good to get some time off, you know. Uh huh. You know, from the usual stuff. So, um, how how's how's your summer so far? Because we we did the podcast a month ago, and then um, happy happy belated birthday to your daughter. Uh, by the way, we was on um, while we was on, but we were on while uh we we were okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's it's been so long, but yeah. uh, yeah. But I know we I know we had a chance to catch up before uh I went on vacation and stuff. How's how's the summer been? For you so far uh summer's been good man been working been relaxing a little bit of everything man uh got to see erica badu uh so that was ha- that how that was, was that very- oh man it was it was everything it was everything everything you kind of hoped it would be man of course. uh yeah shout out to erica badu <laughs> seen most deaf uh erica badu brought junkyard on so that was that's always nice. good that's always good um nice. I went to see Kaylani, which I'm not a big Kaylani fan. I'm not gonna pretend to be one, but it was, uh, you know, I've, I've, yep. I've been out, been out, you know, been out a little bit. I've been, uh, you know, telling myself to get outside a little bit more. Um, yeah. So I did that. Uh, working, man. Uh, the beat tape got one is doing doing well, doing well. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we, I just dropped another project with my yes. man Andrew Jackson, the great unknown. Um, Shout out to Andrew Jackson. Shout out to Judah. Um, yeah, man. So we we seeing how that's working. I mean, dope, dope hip hop, man. If you if you a fan of New York hip hop with a little eight oh eight, little just a little sprinkle of eight oh eights in there, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I think we got one for y'all, man. So uh, click the link in the bio. Follow me at Maestro Styles everywhere, um, and, and download that uh, that new project. Quick eleven songs. Classic like Common B album, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. What's up, man? That's that's what's up. So, um, we we talked a little bit before we got on here, uh, talking to you about being in DC today. So, tomorrow is my last day at my current job. Uh, right before we went to Mexico, I got a job offer from. Um, a company right up the street from you, actually. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be working in D.C. Uh, I'm starting next week, next Tuesday, uh, right there on uh, Minnesota Avenue, Pennsylvania oh. Avenue, right over there. Oh. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, they they offered me the bag, bro. Um, <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I, I was not looking to leave where I was at. Mm-hmm. But uh, a friend of mine, and uh, you met her. She was at my birthday party earlier this year. Um, she uh, she used to work with me where I'm at now, but she got a job at the place where I'm going at uh, now back in March. And then she just hit me up one day and was like, um, hey, they looking for an estimator. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, I'll shoot you my resume and, you know, see what's up. Next thing you know, I get the call, do the virtual interview. Then about a week later, they hit me up, was like, hey, we want to meet you for lunch and, you know, talk a little bit. Yeah. Did that. And then the Friday before we left for Mexico, um, sent me the offer. And they said, yo, we we, we, gonna, we want to pay you 33% more than what you're making now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's at, what's up. At that point. Because, you know, the deterrent for me was driving to D.C. From, yeah, right. You know, home. Obviously. That was, that, that was the deterrent at first. But then they have remote working. So I only get to go to the office two times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, work from home three days a week. So I think I could stomach yeah. two days of, you know, sitting in traffic, you know, coming back. And plus, sure. I can start as early as I want to. I could try to get out of there as you know early as i can yeah I try to beat some of the traffic but you know dc is crazy you know and it's in my opinion it's gotten worse that's what's traffic up. down that's there what, so. but that's what's yeah that's what's up bro yeah 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 no that's what's absolutely up. absolutely absolutely so you know shout out to uh shout out to yvonne for um you know hooking the brother up with that and uh, um you know shout out to um you know the good folks that i you know used to work with um mm-hmm. you know it, Shout out to them. It'll be yeah, yeah. It, 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 it'll be a bit something tomorrow, but um, I got a four day weekend coming up, and uh, we headed up top for the mm. weekend. So, um, pretty excited about that. That's what's um, up. Bone to pick. Yeah. I I thought about it this morning. I noticed it this morning, bro. You yep. think you're slick, bro? But you sent me the graphic this morning. Okay. And, and something something about it seemed off, and I was like, "What's what? What is what's bothering me about this graphic?" Okay. It's all purple. Oh, okay. So I have an explanation for that. So that's the only color that, you know, with mm. that fit. Mm. In the, okay. In the, you know, I, I mean, I, that, that's the only one. That I, wasn't I, that wasn't me. That wasn't me, you know, intentionally putting it to be purple because of the Ravens. That wasn't that wasn't intentional. That was just me looking through the options and i just thought that that one fit the best of all of them interesting but, but you know for your sake if you if you want to you know dive into yeah no nah, you playing no nah, you nah, you playing with me no nah, you playing no nah, you playing with me it's cool it's cool i have no okay. way of proving that i have no way of proving that you're being facetious uh, well okay okay i mean but it, but it's cool we we can it's go cool. through color schemes, bro. It's all it's cool, good. bro. It's cool. It's cool. Hey, spe- speaking of which, um, it, it, for for those that are watching us uh, streaming right now, um, if you caught the beginning of the show, we got the brand new intro theme. I want to give quick shout outs uh, to you for dropping the eight bars on the track. Mm-hmm. And uh, a shout out to my cousin, Miles, uh, Stormbox Studios. That's his platform. Um, he put together the video and, uh, you know, really did some cool things with it. And so 
uh wanted to give you two brothers a shout out and yes sir and and um you know if you guys want to follow him because he does a lot of videos for other um people and you know places and stuff um at stormbox studios is his handle on twitter and on instagram so make sure y'all you know check that brother out he's you know doing some you know doing some great things with his video making and all that good stuff so um I, I guess um it's a lot well, of shit going on man it's a lot yeah it's, it's, it's definitely a lot going on i just want to make sure i don't you know miss nothing but um well we're gonna we, miss we, something we, but because it's been a lot <laughs> going on in a month so we're gonna miss something yeah but, yeah definitely but, but if i could if, if i could um i guess i guess ice break i i i get i, I want an ice break if that's okay um i don't know if you want to uh inch, you know talk about what we got going on today but yeah, uh, yeah, I wanted to get to that real quick. Okay. So, you know, um, oh, but I, I did want to mention too, leading into that, that uh, we are officially about to start our ninth year doing yeah. this podcast. Yeah, I know. I thought about that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you, you want to call it season nine or year nine, whatever, this is, you know, this is where it's at right now. So um, we, we've come a long way. Uh, for certain, doing this, and so you know, Long I love way to making go. history. Long absolutely, way to go. absolutely. Um, I, I love making history when it comes to this podcast, and so uh, we got not one, not two, but we got three guests coming up today. In just about fifteen minutes, uh, we had a couple of the guests on earlier this year: uh, Jody Newsom, Megan Hall, and then we got Ebony, aka E the Goddess. So the three of them together have started a new podcast called the Sports Tea Podcast, which you can find on the YouTube channel. They're also on Twitter, um, and they're also on Instagram. And they've already had a couple of episodes come out. Um, so they do that every Thursday, I think at eight o'clock Eastern time. And so make sure y'all check y'all folks check that out. But uh we got the three of them coming on. Yeah. Um, to talk about how they got together, who came up with the idea, and um, we're going to get into some real NFL talk. Uh, we got some top five lists going on, um, you know, between, you know, between the three of them, they root for different teams. Uh, you know, uh, Jody's a Chiefs fan, Chiefs, yeah. Meg's a Colts fan, and uh, Ebony is an Atlanta Falcons fan. So, okay. Um, we, we're certainly going to have some fun with that one. Um, but you wanted to get into a little bit of something. Yeah, man. So, um, I, you know, shout out to Cam and Mace. I, I it's feeling like they're like a, a weekly conversation with us uh, yep. nowadays. Um, have you been noticing that there is officially, it seems that there's officially being a civil war being waged between quote unquote old media and new media? So I've noticed that. I've yeah. Noticed okay. It. And, I, and yeah. I do want to and I do want to mention in the middle of that, too. Um, I think right after our last episode, um, ESPN had a bunch of layoffs yeah. and stuff. And, and I think that that was one of the topics that Cam and Mace were talking about a few episodes ago. And then um, Cam came out with the video talking about, hey, we coming for y'all. You know, we got, you know, we the source and all this stuff, which yeah. I dig that. Like, I, I love I love the talk from Cam when it when it comes to that. Um, but, yeah, I've noticed I've, it seems like old media versus new media. There seems to be this. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's starting to back be back and forth going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 
So yesterday, I'm, you know, doing my scrolling thing. And, you know, Stephen A. posted his, you know, his normal little clips. But mm-hmm. rarely, like he cusses, but rarely did he say fuck or, I mean, he'll slip a yeah, shit in every now it. and then. You I know saw, what I'm I saying? <laughs> but he seemed, uh, and, 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 and I'll admit that I don't got the full story on what exactly he was talking about. I know he had some a conversation with Dan Lebitard recently about... Some shit mm-hmm. that Dan Levitard said about ESPN, but um yeah. that they ruined sports talk. That's what Dan right, Levitar that's said. The, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And look, man, it feels like it feels like and I, I think I, I'm so thankful for pe- for for people like Cam because this is healthy. This is this. Let's be clear. This is healthy. Yes. Um, yes. there is definitely something going on, and and it's being noticed. ESPN, I, I. I have you seen First Take recently? So I saw the First Take episode where they bought the 50 Years of Hip Hop topic and then they were saying, who's your athlete versus rapper or MC right. comparison. Right. And then and, and shout out to Kimberly Martin because you know that's one of my favorites. But she had the weirdest uh, rapper athlete comparison of everybody that, you know, labeled there. She said... Lamar Jackson and Eminem. Yeah, Eminem, that was, that's what I was trying to remember, who was the player. It, 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 it kind of, eh, it's like, I don't know where you was going with that one. Right, but. and and, and <laughs> then they're having cap sessions, now they're having who's capping sessions, and, mm-hmm. and, and like, it, I, I don't know, man. Um, It's, it's you you know, you cut all these people, ESPN meaning, and then you, yep. and now you're asking all these, asking these new people to, like, uh, I had I didn't see the episode, but I um but when the cap episode, what the cap segment, let me say, um yeah. where it looked like Malika Williams didn't even really know what like 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 that's not okay. even like I, I didn't see that. I I I know Cam referenced that, but I didn't see Malika and what he was talking about. Yeah, there. like yeah. So you know I don't that to say that to say um one my question is is how do you feel about this civil war? And two, um, as a smaller, 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 to, um, I guess, contributor to media, uh, yeah. where do you see our our involvement in this civil war, if at all? Well, first, let me say God bless everyone that got laid off. Um, yeah, for sure. At ESPN. For sure. And that, you know, they, you know, land on their feet, you know, one way or the other. Um, but to kind of lead into that, I think that um, podcast and former talking heads who work for the network or whoever network you used to work at, um, this has kind of been the way to go now. Like you're seeing Stephen A. kind of rebranding his, you know, platform. You see Dan Lebatar doing his thing. Uh, Jamel Hill's got her podcast. Um, sooner or later, you're probably going to see Marcellus and Max do something mm. in some capacity. Um, you know, a lot a lot of these, you know, former heads of ESPN, I mean, even people like they laid off Susie Colbert. Yeah. Susie Colbert been with ESPN for almost three decades. Yeah. You know, that I, that probably was the one that kind of shocked me the most of all the ones that uh, that they laid off. Um, but I like what and again, kind of going back to what Cam said. Um, I like the fact that every person that's got a podcast or a radio internet show 
is kind of doing their own thing. Like even Justina Anderson, you know, she's got her own platform after she, after she was let go by ESPN a few years ago. And so I think Cam made a good point. Um, they're the source, right? So everyone that's doing these shows are kind of like their own source and have intel. And I think that's bad for somebody like ESPN. Well, I, I, what I'll say is, um, well, what I'll say is, is that both both medias need need they have a place. Both of them have a place. So yeah. that, that's my personal opinion. They both have a place. I yeah. mean, look, um, look, man, it's just it's just some people are going to some people are comfortable talking to ESPN and that kind of a, a platform when they're when they want to be asked safe questions and things that yeah. don't want you know just a clean good safe interview but they had paul pierce on uh on it is what it is the other day he cussing yeah. he talking about i'm better than lebron or i or not oh then nah, Dwayne wade Dwayne wade i'm sorry and um yeah. but nah you know like they ask him the real questions where he gotta yes. candidly answer and it's not like yep. no uh pc shit he gotta answer the yep. question straight up like yep. he was trying to come with answers, and when Mace wasn't feeling the answer, he was like, "Nah, I ain't feel like nah, bro. Like I ain't right, feeling right, that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, my point is, is that there's a there's a um, there's a lane for both. Um, mm-hmm. Is but but right now you you got to kind of I think ESPN. I think that's why they gave Pat McAfee all this money um, yep. to be on ESPN. You got to recognize that. Um, we want mess the consumer me the consumer they we yeah. want mess we we don't want i mean there's a place for clean interviews but we want a little bit of mess on our interviews we want a little bit we we want to be able yeah. to ask we want to know the questions that we really want to know and not the the easy shit like we don't right. want the easy shit we want to we want the tough questions that make these people uncomfortable and mm-hmm. um shout out to the new media um and people like that it is what it is and mace um all the they, smoke they like it. they you got to be able to ask ask the tough questions and um and mm-hmm. and i appreciate it but to answer the question for me let me say um yeah. there is definitely a uh, a lane for both um i will always be more new media than old media just because i just flat out just don't watch right. i just don't watch espn like that i just don't um right right, right. but I recognize their value. It's just that they're going to have to respect. They're going to have to share. They're going to have to share the table. ESPN is going to have to adjust to what new media is doing and is going to have to adapt to eventually what people want. We want to see Cam and Mace, who, by the way, played ball in high school together. So it's not like they're like some unknowns to the sports you know, industry and all that. Um, we want to see that. We want to see the hard questions being asked. We want to see the former athletes answer these questions straight up, you know, no PC stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we, we want to see all that. And I think what's going to end up happening, and because ESPN, they're, you know, they're the brand. Like, we, we, we got to respect the brand at the end of the day. They're going to make adjustments. They're going to find a way to adapt to what new media is now. And I think, like you said, there's a lane for both old and new to exist in the in the same universe. Yeah, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. But but 
Uh, I like the spiciness. Um, shout out to, again, yeah. shout out to Cam and Ice Cube is going to be, uh, is on there next next. I think I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna yeah. check that one out. I still have to watch because I watched part one of the Paul yeah, Pierce. Yeah, I didn't watch part interview. two either. I didn't watch part yeah. two either. Yeah, so I, I got to look forward to that. So um, that definitely and and speaking of Ice Cube, man, um, he, he's been taking some. I don't know some criticism and stuff. Did you did you see not to get off topic, but you, you see him with uh, Tucker Carlson? No, walking through L.A. and all this stuff. Yeah, uh-uh. I, yeah. It's it's I I, I don't want to expand too much further into it. All all I'll tell you is is that as I'm scrolling on my screen, I see Tucker Carlson with Ice Cube walking the streets of L.A. Um, I guess Tucker Carlson's interviewing Ice Cube in some capacity, mm-hmm. and um, you know a lot of a lot of folks in our community don't like it. So I ain't got a problem with it because he letting the real niggas talk to him too. So I ain't got mm-hmm. no problem with it. I mean, look, he's been doing this. He was meeting with the Trump, meeting with Trump when he was president. Isn't that right, this ain't right. nothing short yep. of what yep. Ice Cube has always done? Ice Cube will talk to you. Um, and he'll, you know, whatever he says in them behind them closed doors, I don't know, but it's not like Ice Cube ain't talking to us and he just talking to them. He talking to everybody trying to, yeah. trying to deliver whatever his message is. So, um, I ain't got no problem with that at all. At all. Yep. 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 At all. Hey, um, just so I don't miss out on this, um, quick, quick shout out to the James family. And, for sure. uh, we, 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 we praying for the kid Bronny. Uh, the pull through after uh cardiac arrest after I guess a workout at USC. Yeah, and uh the people at USC responded. Um, you know, did a great job according to what LeBron was saying on social media, and um, you know, we 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 just wish Bronny nothing but the best moving forward. Yep. Um, you know that that's really all I got to say for as sure. Far as that's concerned, um. For the people that want to talk about, is he going to play again? And, you know, what the future holds for him? Let that kind of play itself out. And I mean, but, but let me be clear. I yeah. hope he makes it to the, if he can make it healthily, I hope yep. he makes it. I, I hope he I does hope too. He, you know, let me be I'm, clear I'm optimistic. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and let's be clear. It, it, from everything I've seen, read, heard, um, you know, it, it seems like it was kind of a freak accident type of thing and that, you know, mm-hmm. with Wild is not something that you would uh shit on like it's trivial, but um but it's not like um yeah. it's a serious thing. Cardiac arrest is a serious thing. What I'm understanding though is that with his health that it's not something that's like um like like he gotta slow down because he's going too hard or you know what I'm saying, nothing like that. Just from what I'm hearing. Um, I don't want to speculate too much because I, I ain't a doctor and I ain't there and I don't know. But um, yeah. but I do hope that he can healthily continue his uh, basketball career. Um, that that's what I that's what I hope. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, bro. Yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm I'm, I'm really for sure. optimistic and, for him on that front. So prayerful. Um, and 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 uh, a side note too, since we're talking about people getting healthy, um, we did finally get a Jamie Fox sighting and mm. thank god for that brother that he's doing all right and um you know hopefully you know we could see him you know in some movies tv shows well, he just did one he just did he just dropped one last week the clone i ain't watch right? it yeah i ain't watch it yet but yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 so um but yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy the brother resurfaced and you know let everybody know how he was doing and all that stuff so 
Um, shout out to know, his team, out. man, because nobody knew nothing until he decided to come out and say something. Right, right. Yeah, nobody so knew nothing. To, yeah, shout out the, to his the, team. Right, right. The daughter came out maybe weeks ago and posted, like, a, gave an update, but that was about it. And then people were accusing the daughter of lying and all this stuff. And it's like, guys, let, yeah. let's let's calm down. Let, let's, sure. let's give the family some rest, right? So. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so let's, um, so we got guest number one, um, oh, we got guest number two coming in. They're going to start, uh, flocking in at some point. We're just waiting for one more to pull through here, but, um, let me, let me give the intro, um, like I normally do here. So we got, uh, we got the ladies of the sports tea podcast on with us right now. We got Megan Hall. We got Ebony, a.k.a. E, the goddess. We're still waiting for Jody Newsom mm-hmm. to come through. Um, the Sports Tea Podcast, which you can find on your YouTube channel. Also on Instagram, and you can follow him on Twitter as well. Um, the show premi- the show comes on every Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, let's, let's welcome him in. Um, Ebony, if you can hear me, how you doing? What's going on? I am good. How are y'all doing? Cool and cool. And how you doing? Nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet y'all too. I'm good. Coming straight from that Atlanta, Georgia, baby. I already All right. know how we do. Right. <laughs> no doubt, too no early. doubt. It's too and... early. <laughs> <laughs> they already know. They they already know. We got you know, the whole team. Can... Yes, the whole team is here and kicking it all the way from Dallas, Texas. You know, I stayed in Texas for a minute, oh, so shout out. But you you claim it, you you claim it. You claim it Kansas City. Hold on. Hold on. I just live in Dallas. Look, see, look, that's how I was when I was living out there. I'm from Atlanta, but I live here. That's it. That's what's go. up. That's what's up. That's what's so up. welcome back, uh Megan. For sure, and, Megan. Uh Jody. Welcome back. How's good everything? Oh yeah, yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you. Been a minute. Yeah, I see y'all in these streets, man. I, I see y'all in these in these internet streets shining. We try, you know, somewhere. <laughs> Look, I'm exhausted. I was five minutes away from a nap before this. Mm. <laughs> I was gonna say that's day. that's probably the truth. Honestly, Jody texted me earlier. She was like, "Girl, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm damn bad. I'm tired. <laughs> okay, <laughs> been that kind of day, huh?" Yeah. Yeah. But it's all worth yeah. it. It's all worth hey, it. Hey man, the the price the price for of success. So exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Ebony because she's new to the show here. So right. I, I I saw you guys get together some months ago. Y'all taking pictures and stuff. Y'all <laughs> in the same city and all this stuff. And then weeks later, I hear y'all starting this podcast, and I was like, oh, I see what y'all are doing. That's what's up. So. Ebony, let everybody know uh, who came up with the idea and, you know, how, how did you guys end up um, doing this podcast together? You want to know, this is a very, very, very funny story. So um, blame me and Jody for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, um, we actually got together. Um, it was actually somebody's birthday weekend. So we were celebrating her birthday. And Megan. Birthday on the same day, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. That's so, fire. Yeah. So we were actually just, you know, we Jody was like, hey, I'm just gonna come to Atlanta. Just get ready. I'm coming. Um, and we just like, hey, Meg, come and join and let's hang together for a weekend. And honestly, 
we were sitting down at a table just talking like we will regularly do on Twitter, on Spaces, having football talk. And one of the waiters uh, actually overheard us talking and kind of asked, like, hey, are you guys, you know, in sports media? Like, I hear you guys talking about sports. I'm interested. And it really kind of just we were we were kind of taken aback because we were like, well, I didn't I didn't think that we were having that big of a, a impact like that because we're just we're just having a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. So um, our good friend Meg over here was just like, hey, you guys, you know, I got an idea. You know, I keep thinking back to that day of us just sitting there. Cause remind you, we were really sitting out there having brunch and we didn't realize yeah. the place Mimosas, Belize, sparkling water. It was a brunch. Four hours passed by before we knew it. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're chilling in Buckhead, just getting the breeze and everything and didn't even know the restaurant was basically switching over to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That's we how good like, the conversation was. Everybody left, y'all. We still <laughs> and we're just still there. But no, Meg was just like, hey, why don't we actually make this into a reality and kind of just make a podcast really just based of us just having conversation, having fun with us like regular? And we were like, Yeah, let's do it. This will mm. probably be able to change the game. And we're here. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. I uh, yeah, man. Uh well, look, I ain't I ain't gonna hold you. Y'all like to talk sports, and we like talking sports. So let's get straight to the shits. <laughs> let's get straight to the shits. Um, I was getting ready to talk about the commanders who have finally sold out. Uh, finally, uh, Josh Harris, Magic Johnson. I'm seeing them all. Magic Johnson partying. He go. He got the go go going. Uh, I want to know right off rip. I'm gonna start with Megan. Megan, thoughts on the commanders and what is going to happen now? In your in your humble opinion. Yeah, no pressure. Did you see her clip that we posted today? No, (laughs) I did not. Yeah, yeah. So, Meg had a whole hot take about this last week on our podcast, and Mm. we posted today. So So something, so something that my man intuition said to ask Megan. Okay, I was like, okay. Yeah, y'all, ain't, y'all, y'all ain't no men had intuition. See, we got that. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> no, honestly, uh, for me, I, I really talked about just a culture shift for them. Um, I think the biggest thing with Commanders fans is they've been waiting a long time for this to happen. And not just yeah. Commanders fans, but it seems like ownership across the league is like, hey, we this guy's got to go. Right. He's setting a, pre- a dangerous precedent that we cannot, you know, um, support or reinforce. I think the other thing here is for the, excuse me, <clears throat> for the commanders, they've now got, you know, some, some shakeups on the staff there. You got Eric Bieniemy from, from KC there. You've got a, you know, Sam Howell at quarterback. Like they've got some things moving. They have a ton of weapons there. So I think for commanders fans, they're like, okay, great. Like now we can finally start moving forward here. Um, I think the biggest things for them will be like, how will this culture shift look, you know, in five years from now, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what I'm looking forward to is with this new ownership, what sort of things will they uh, ingrain here? Because I really feel like Dan Snyder, that was a toxic culture for yeah. lack of a better phrase, yeah. a really toxic yeah. culture. Um, so you have several residuals from that that you're unfortunately you're gonna have to deal with for a little while until you change the mindsets of not only the people in the organization, but the players and the fans too. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jody, I post the same question because I'm in the DMV and my people wants to know what y'all think. So, you know, I'm like huge EB lover, love Eric Bieniemy. I fully believe that he'll be a head coach there soon. Um, mm. It's just going to come with time. And I'm sure you guys have already kind of just seen it 
in training camp, like the way that he is going to come in and make yeah. not only an impact, but change that culture. Um, we actually were kind of just talking about this the other day in Chiefs Twitter about like, so who's the one yelling at training camp now with EB being gone? Like who took mm. over that role, right? Mm, so yeah. I already know that the impact that he's making on that team, all of the things that were going on with your organization, he's going to keep that outside of the locker room. He is going to keep that team focused on what the goal is at hand, whether it's making it to the playoffs or winning the division, whatever it is. But he's definitely no nonsense. He's going to keep that team in check. And I really think it's just something that's great kind of along the lines of what Meg says of it's going to be something that's going to be a culture shift. And I think it's something that everybody's going to have to adjust to. But once people truly learn who EB is and they get past his hard head mentality and his loud voice, that is also very, um, still word I'm looking for. Everyone loves his laugh. He's just such a ball of positive energy, even though he comes across like an asshole. And once everybody kind of learns to get past that, mm. he's going to be your favorite person on the whole entire team. And you guys will see why he'll probably take on that head coaching role in the next one or two years. Cause I definitely think it's coming. Well, yeah, well, I think he's going to, I was going to, sorry, my friend, I was Go going to say, I think Rivera's up out of there. Um, you know, if not, mid-season than by the end of this coming season because yeah. I think I think Magic Johnson is not playing games when he says yo I don't want to own the team just to own the team I don't want to do this for show I want to win and yeah. so I think he's going to do everything necessary to do that and you guys just picked up Byron Pringle right yeah yeah and then you guys have someone um you have Andrew Wiley so, I mean, you guys have a few guys there coming in on your offense who have worked closely closely with EB2. So it's kind of nice because they'll be able to at least translate to the other players like, y'all, this is just how he is. Mm -hmm. It's going to get us yeah. through. The beginning of training camp is going to be tough, but by the end of it, your guys should feel like ready to go by week one. Like, I still to this day can listen to an EB speech and want to run through a wall. Like that's the type of impact that he has just on the community, the team, the everybody. So, I, so I, go, I go ahead, e, go ahead. E. I was just gonna say that's how I feel about Kirby Smart, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's it's no coincidence. I agree with everything y'all saying. It's no coincidence that uh, I'm scrolling through Twitter earlier today, and um, again, me being from the DMV area, I get a whole bunch of. Uh, commanders, uh, rumors, and all that fun stuff. And I saw, and I don't know if this is true, but I definitely saw it before I got on that Ron Rivera is listed as the head coach, but he's no longer listed as a front office guy on the Redskins website. So it's interesting that y'all brought that up. I, 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 I thought that was very, very interesting that y'all brought yeah. that up. And um, I'm glad you said Redskins. I'm glad you said that. I said Red. I tried so hard not to I'm say like, that. <laughs> I try so hard not to say it, though. I really do, because 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 at this point, right, you kind of you kind of have to f see the, the name Redskins synonymous with the mess that dance. Not you know what I'm saying. So you kind of got to right. see it as synonymous. So I'm trying to get it out out my vocabulary, but I've been here all my life. So um, now you heard they're gonna change it. Like yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they might change it again. Change the name. Yeah, they might change. I mean, this is. Yeah. 
So that you gotta think this See, is I a thought culture, that was a rumor. A <laughs> it's a culture shift, no. right? Like this is yeah. the culture shift. So that means everything anything's on the table. Like I I really think people if don't new, realize new the, like the gravity of that. Right. New stadium, new yeah. name, new ownership. Like this is literally we are wiping Dan Snyder from the the, the yeah. foundation of this mm. organization and we a are new sign Taylor statue. Yeah, a way better, a real, better, a real one, right? A real, a real, real one. one. <laughs> but well, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a great thing. If yeah. you guys delete it all and wipe it all clean, now it's very, very expensive. But y'all definitely got the owners who got the bread to make sure something like that can happen. So, and, 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 your, and your fans alone are going to be all in. Like y'all can literally raise the ticket prices at this point, and fans yeah. are going to yeah, we're, 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 yeah, yeah. What's yeah. coming next? So. Well, the only the one thing that they're gonna have to uh, rectify, or at least give us some confidence about. Me, Trey, been talking about this for months on end. Is are they going to really move this team to Virginia, or are they going to do what they're supposed to be doing and put them down in DC by or by old RFK? Put them at the old RFK yeah. site. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that that's going to be the first thing. Um, that's the first conversation that I've had with everybody. Who cares? Um, where are you moving? Because it's time to get a Landover. I know y'all, I don't know how often y'all have ever been in this area, but Landover, the stadium is trash. That, that's just nowhere yeah. to slice it. The stadium is trash. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure y'all have seen on Shade Room water falling and people falling all and uh, right, uh, what do you call it? The little almost uh, uh hurt Jalen Hurts, yeah. 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 right? Yeah. Right, right, right. All those wow. things, all those <laughs> things happen. So, uh, that's the first thing, and just me on a selfish on a selfish uh, wish list they need to read Magic Johnson got a movie theater out in Largo and they done tore everything down but the movie theater and the Carolina Kitchen I don't know if y'all got Carolina Kitchen where y'all at but um, if they can re just redo that movie theater because it got Magic Johnson name on it and that was ghetto as hell um, if they could just redo that that if I be good so go to DC redo RFK Stadium and then redo Magic Johnson Theater in Lago and, and the Commanders or whatever you want to call the name. I am with it. I am officially I like with Washington, it. I like the Washington football team. I really do. I, I actually like the, that name. That, that name actually kind of stuck. That's popular. <laughs> yeah. But, but what, what, what mascot are we having? Is it still Captain Tutty or whatever his name yeah. is? Yeah. I don't think they're getting rid of Tutty. Yeah, I don't think they're getting rid of Tutty. I still I don't, I still don't understand it. Alabama's mascot either, but that's another conversation for a whole nother day. So, you know, it doesn't, <laughs> I don't think that the mascot should matter. I just feel like at this point in time, keep the team, keep the team name something simple. Cause again, when I first heard commanders, I, the first thing I did was like, you know what? My elementary school team name was the general. Mm -hmm. And then yep. we had another school that was called Geronimo and they had the commander. So it just brought back memories of yeah. me in my little early cheerleading days mm -hmm. of doing that. So again, I like the Washington football team. I don't, I don't think that y'all should go for any other type of name, but that cause it, it stands out. Y'all be the only team with like a unique name that represents who you really are. I always said it needed to be the Washington red tails in honor of the Tuskegee Airmen. I've said uh, that. I like that. I like that. I yeah, like that. I, yeah. I've I said like that, that for a while. That but uh, but I ain't going to take notes. <laughs> but I, I, I was with you. I was with you. I was with you. So I ain't going to cap. I was with mm -hmm. you. But mm -hmm. I was talking to some niggas and the niggas was like, bruh, I feel you. But tail, red, tail, tails, nah, we ain't. Because then you got to, then you got to uh -huh. do the Tuskegee Airmen conversation 
all the time when you in nah, brother. So I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I just fell off a red. I don't know what they're gonna name it, but I, he convinced me. I had to get off the red tail because about, every time uh, I gotta say it, because every time I gotta say it, I gotta say Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Maestro, hey, ladies. Um, I was talking to someone uh, the other day, and they said, "What about naming the football team the Bullets?" Like the old Washington Bullets basketball that's team. Terrible. I mean, that's a terrible but, idea. Yeah, <laughs> but the, <laughs> it, like it, it is. It is a terrible <laughs> idea. One, because it belongs to the basketball team. That's one. And, and yeah. two, it was a reason why they got rid of the Bullets to begin with. So they're not yeah. going to get the Bullets off. They're right. not going to get that off. I mean, off I just thing. can't. I can't imagine someone being like, yeah, go Bullets. Like, what? Hey. Like, I mean, they, they did when the, when the basketball team was named the I Bullets. Mean, I know, but it was, ter- it was terrible then, and it's still a terrible idea now. Like, you might as well keep commanders. I think I'm, for I'm me, like, I want y'all to focus on winning the division. I can feel less what your name is. Hey, <laughs> so hey, hey. Yeah. He's in order first. Hey, but they, they can say the same thing about Dallas. Dallas Cowboys belong in Dallas, not in Arlington. Mm. I mean, mm. it's a lot of teams like that, though. Yeah, the yeah, Jets yeah. and the Giants don't even play in New York. They play in New Jersey. Like, like yep, yep. It's fine. Like, I, think, <laughs> look, I, think we, I think a lot of these teams need to get back to where their their names are originally from, to be honest with you, but that's just me. Yeah, but, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up. So you're a Braves fan. I know you're a Braves fan, right? Yes, I am. So I, am. I know that you're upset that they couldn't do nothing with Turner Field. So – I imagine, because I got family in it, Atlanta, you take the train really to the game or public transportation, but then they yeah, got to move the team out. What's that? It was, I say it really wasn't that they couldn't do anything. It was uh-huh. because people were tired yeah. of going down there to the hood. Yep. If, you're yep. Ever, if you've ever been to Atlanta, you ever mm-hmm. been to Turner Field, mm-hmm. you know exactly that that stadium is legitimately smack dab. Step, in the hood. Mm-hmm. Like, even, yeah. like even the Georgia Dome was down the street from the Bluffs and Bankhead. So we mm-hmm. all know mm-hmm. that when you got a little bit of money, we come sniffing around and there's a there's a high homeless population that's down there in that area. Mm, They're right. not that far from the underground mall either. Right. So you got to think that a lot of people are complaining about being robbed, about car break-ins, about this, about that. So again, the Braves organization moved up to Cobb because I'm a season ticket holder. So they actually sent out a memo to say that with the Braves moving to Cobb County, it actually brought in business and it actually brought in the money. So mm. guess who's happy? But it did cut us off from the transportation because yep. you can't take the Mart up there to Cobb. You got to get mm-hmm. off at a particular stop, get, take the bus, take the bus mm. to get over there to the stadium, but you still got to walk. So Try to make us do too much. <laughs> and yep, I'll be honest with you. We're going out there to the games. Um, it's less of us and more of them. So they're mm. happy. Yeah, great fucking point. <laughs> They're happy. Great point. All right, let's get into some contract talk, and I am going to start with Jody because this is in her uh, division. I'm sorry, uh, your boy Justin Herbert got hey, a <laughs> got a five year extension, two hundred sixty two million, two hundred eighteen million guaranteed, which is uh, I'm gonna throw my shade in there way more than some black, maybe more deserving quarterback should have gotten. But your thoughts on it? You know, okay, so make sure you watch episode one of It's the Sports Tea because I put my hot take on there for mm-hmm. this. She told him to go. She told she him to go it. to heck. Yeah. <laughs> I called it though. She called, she called this. Yeah, I called this. So yeah. 
My take was we know that there's some quarterbacks who are expected to get paid this year, right? Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, all of those people, right? I knew that Justin Herbert was going to get paid first First. Mm -hmm. uh, before Mm -hmm. Burrow just because Burrow's the better quarterback and he'll probably get more money. Right. I was expecting Justin to be paid. I was not expecting him to be paid until at least the season was over. So for it to come out this soon, like this quickly, um, it's shocking. But I mean, at the same time, I understand, you know, trying to get the deal done so they don't have to try to go through any negotiations later. I'm sure Justin's agent went to them like, this is the number that will make us happy. So if you can do this number now, then let's just get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that Justin will have a really good year because Kellen Moore is there too. I know a lot of people aren't high on that, but I think that Justin uh, feels Justin Herbert and Kellen Moore together are a really good combination. Okay. Quarterback that he wants or he needs. Yeah. I actually expect the Chargers to be decent this year. I did think he was going to get paid. I do think their head coach is still going to be fired in the next year or two. I'm very shocked that he got paid so much so quickly with, you know, them blowing that lead that they did last year. Yeah. Yeah. What it is. I mean, pay him now before Joe Burrow gets paid, even though Joe Burrow probably wasn't going to get paid until after. So. Mm. I think it's good for the Chargers. Um, they have so much opportunity to be a really, really good team. I haven't decided if they're going to make it to the playoffs yet. Because I never they have seen a headache, but I do think that they are definitely taking steps in the correct direction. They just need to get rid of that head coach. Yeah, I Trey, agree. give them smoke. Give these, give these people smoke who would dare pay this white man. So extravagantly yeah. over. I, I don't get it. That's I don't true. Get it. Listen, I'll tell you. I'll yeah. tell you why it happened. Is because the NFL, no, like the NFL, is a what have you done for me lately? For me lately, one, lately. Yep. Right. Two. Two. Here's the other thing. He choked away a playoff game. Uh, and and Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl. Hold, hold on. Hold on. The, the head coach also did not get fired from that. But, so here, here's the thing, uh, though. Yeah. Like it's this, it's the same sort of situation when Kyler Murray came up and after two years in the league was like, "Hey, I want a new deal." And you know what? He exactly. got a new deal. New deal. Because the thing is, you need a franchise quarterback. Without one, hello Colts. I know what that's like when you don't have that stability at that position and you don't pay, you don't pay people. You end up throwing money at older quarterbacks anything to try to fix the situation so yeah i understand why they shot at matt ryan Herbert. hey listen he i'm sorry that shot. <laughs> <laughs> and i was a big matt ryan fan you know that but it is yeah, like yeah. But, but my point being is that like if you don't have that stability at the position yeah. that quarterback can force his way off the team create a big old scene a big old headache that you don't mm. want and somebody else can pay him i mean i just i, I know it seems asinine but the the thing is like Quarterbacks know the value they hold. Yeah. They absolutely do. So especially I, white I ones. Kyler Murray coming up and being like, hey, yeah, run me my money because mm-hmm. <laughs> hello, I am the I am the the you know the cornerstone but, of the franchise. But, and, when but Justin Herbert is gonna be Justin Herbert is gonna be good in this league for a long time. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Is, yeah. Listen, I'm not I'm not knocking Herbert. I think he I think he deserved to be paid at some point. Me personally, I, I feel like you need some playoff wins. I need to see a, a champ uh, you know the conference 100%. championship. Uh, a trip to the Super Bowl before I throw money, but I understand I'm not the one throwing the money here, and I know why teams are doing it. But but you're not gonna get that with a quarterback. Huh. So yeah, the, 
No, what? you're good. Uh, she, you know, you and your Patrick Mahomes takes. Lord <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Justin Herbert can only be as good as he can be when you're playing. But we're going to keep him in the conversation, though. And I'll put it to you like this. As long as Josh Allen is in the conversation, you're going to have Justin Herbert. That's a fact. Right now. That's a fact. Because at the end of the day, when we look at it, a lot of people don't think that Josh Allen is that great. The same way they don't think yeah. Justin Herbert is that, that great. But again, but at the same token, as long as those two are right there, they're going to follow each other. So I, at the end of the day, as the MVP before the season before starts. Season. Exactly. I yeah, mean, we rank, we rank him in the top five. We rank both of them in the top five. But again, mm. what has Josh Allen done? What has Justin Herbert done? It does not matter. I mean, in the same I thing, mean, like Herbert I, wasn't in my top five. But. Yeah, but I say, I, he, I mean, he might be like six or seven. He might be six or seven. Yeah, he's yeah. not in my top. Five. He's yeah. actually number seven. Yeah. Look, but I'm just saying that I'm going off of what all the synopsis. If you go look it up, you're sure. See this if you argue, man. you would yeah. see him possibly there. Yeah. Or there. Sure. There. And yeah, yeah, it's gonna be that. And then when we get to the talks of Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, when we get to our brothers. It's always kind of okay. We can use that that with Jay Herb and Josh Allen. What have you done for me lately? But then now we're going in and being nitpicky. Well, you were injured. You did this. You can't complete a whole season. It's it's a little bit more tricker because again, we weren't never meant to play that quarterback position in the first place. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah, they didn't want us to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but- one heck of an injury last year too with them ribs, but. Him coming back into that game after NBA, yeah, he's man, he's a he's a tough dude for doing that. Yeah, he's a tough guy. If my quarterback is gonna go out there and play like that and have that type of grit, I get it. Just seen Patrick Mahomes do it, and he got re-injured in the Super Bowl. Whatever they juiced him up with, though, he went off. (laughs) Yeah, 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 right. Mac Jones who had the. Had that high ankle sprain and had to get carried, carried off the field. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, pain yep. is different for everybody. <laughs> pain is dead. <laughs> but hey, I know what it looked like, though. Take <laughs> I know what it looked like, though. <laughs> but my problem is not with Herbert. My problem is with the league because the league told us that Deshaun Watson's contract was an outlier. The $230 million was an outlier, and I get that, you know, Herbert's guarantees are way different than Watson's guarantees, but we had, what, my show, we had four black quarterbacks get paid. Nobody got over 190. Nobody got over 190. Nobody got over $190 million. Guaranteed. Nobody nobody was going to give them 230 plus. You're talking about if Deshaun gets 230, that means somebody comes in and says, you know what? I want 280. I want 300. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want 300 mil fully guaranteed, which is why the owners were like, absolutely not. I don't know what you're doing over there, Browns, but we're not doing that. I think yeah. it's a lot easier for someone to come in and say, hey, I'll do desperation. 180, 180, you know, I was getting there. <laughs> uh, but 180 guaranteed or, or whatever the number is to do that and say, hey, you can, we can get you incentives to get you up to that number, whatever, right? Like we know you're you're probably going to do it anyways, but we want to see the incentives. The issue with the the Deshaun Watson contract is that it was the Browns in pure desperation because yes. Deshaun yeah. Watson was going to go sign yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah, and we agree. They hit him with the hey, big head text in the middle of the night and was like, okay, what do you want? Deshaun, I'm with you. 
and was on paper like okay cool and had no issues with doing that because they felt like the talent outweighed whatever his off the field issues right right and that's where that's why i think the other the rest of the league is like okay no absolutely not we're not about to get ourselves tangled in this uh you know sort of situation where we have all this money invested into one player fully guaranteed so this man never plays a single down for us we've already given him 230 mil off the top. Off the top. Yeah. So in my yeah. head, though, I feel like the league would know that that contract was coming out, though. Like, I don't think that was just solely in. Right. The- that, I, I mean, think listen, the NFL. Uh, I think if the NFL wanted to shut that 230 million dollar shit down, they could have shut it down. That's what I think. Yeah, but well, but, there, I, but the, there's no rule yeah. that says you can't do that. Can't it's just that. unprecedented yeah. because nobody had the yeah had the, the NFL, the, the, the the NFL can't do that. Knew it was coming, and they probably were against it. No, I mean, the, here, here's the thing about the owners. I'm, I'm going to tell you about Uncle Art, okay? Uncle Art <laughs> answered the phone Uncle call. <laughs> yeah, we call him Uncle Art. Uncle Art answered the phone call for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson called us. So for Uncle Art to even mess up the, the, the relationship where he has come out publicly and has always said that Matt Ryan will be a Falcon for life. As soon as that happened, all of that went out the window. So mm-hmm. these owners knew that. At the same time, he had those issues, but they knew that he was going to cost money. Mm. And the issue with us was we didn't really have the money. We were going to have to find a way to, to figure out and do it. So when the Browns came out there, and let's let's take a little look at the history of the Browns. When have the Browns had the franchise quarterback yeah, in their yeah. history? Yeah. So right. to have right. this man actually looking at you, and then you know for a fact that, hey, calling the Falcons, they have this connection. Penn was literally too paper to sign with us. Like Joe, like Jody or Meg said, hey, you get a call in the middle of the night. Hey, we got 230 for you. What you want? Yeah. All right. So yeah. basically you're saying the Cleveland Browns busted open. I got you. So if the Cleveland, <laughs> so the Cleveland Browns busted open. So Joe Burrow is coming next and Justin Herbert got 218. So how's Cincinnati going to act? Well, they're definitely going to pay him. They just might not be to keep be able to keep everybody. Does it get to 230? Guaranteed, guaranteed, guaranteed. With, with I don't think they guarantee probably up to 230. They can afford to do that. I think if they could, they would. I don't yeah. think they can afford it. Like, so you know, their organization just was bought out by a bank, and that's what all NFL teams do right before they're getting ready to pay their head guys. What we did right before we paid Pat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they just yep. went out and pretty much got the money. But they have so many guys. Yeah, ask her. Hey, I mean, you see, what's his name? Joe Mixon just took a pay cut. Pay State. cut, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yep. then they got to pay T. Higgins, and then you got Jameer Chase that's coming up too yeah. for his contract. Yeah. So you got a lot of guys over there that you got to think about. Well, and I think that they're gonna figure out a way to keep Burrow and Chase. I just don't know what that number looks like. But yeah. if that organization is smart enough, they will not get. They will not let those two walk. Yeah, no, T. Higgins is gone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, I mean, they're not keeping gone. I thought Nixon would be gone, but he took a pay cut. But I think it's because he's after that. Not but after this, he's going to be gone. He yeah. would have been gone too if he didn't take the pay cut. He would have been gone right. Yeah, they was already gone. So. Yeah, and I, I ain't going to hold you. He might be still gone next year. After, that's why I said I'm like he's still going to be gone. <laughs> so that's saving them more money at that. But the problem is when you got to look at it is is the guarantee. Yeah. What is Joey right. Jerry Burrow looking at as far as 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 
these guarantees go. Yeah, that's but the whole thing. He's open to taking a team friendly deal. Now, baby, let me tell you something. Nah. New Orleans is finna come a knocking if he try to take a ten for his team friendly deal. New Orleans nah. will want, oh, would know. love to. No, have I don't that think he's. <laughs> I I I think that he had he him and Jamar Chase that connection. That connection for the next five years could be so dominant, especially in the age. I AS- agree. I mean, uh, they yeah. went out. They went out and drafted Jamar Chase for Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got T. Higgins as insurance. So yeah. I, I, at at some point, you got to think that okay, great, we have to pay Burrow. Yeah. How the heck are we going to spread it out? You know, across the rest of the offense. Obviously, you're not letting Jamar Chase walk. Mm-hmm. I do think that T. Higgins becomes expendable at that point because yeah. his production yeah. has not warranted him like exactly. really staying and exactly. behaving yeah. like a true top number two. Right. That's even such a thing. But yeah. I, I think at this point, like I'm, I would not be shocked because the thing is. Right now, Justin Herbert is the highest paid quarterback in the league on a, on a per year yeah. average, right? That yeah. number is going to keep going up, which is why yeah. I keep telling people, I'm like, you see these guarantees and they look, you know, insane. They're going to keep yeah. going up as these contracts, you know, the market constantly gets reset. So I would not be shocked to see a Joe Burrow come away with, well, this is soft quotes, a 230 guarantee, but it's it's tiered in such a way that it's like, hey, it's based on incentives. Hey, it's an injury guarantee. It's this, hey, that, and they better And they better front load the heck out of that yeah. yeah, And I think yeah. they will. I honestly well. think they will. And he would deserve it, I mean, too. Yeah. But not necessarily, right? Yeah. Not necessarily. So Pat's going into year seven, and this is the year that he's going to get most of his money. Right. But when have you seen a deal like Pat like that? that know, I exactly. mean, yes, it's an amazing deal, but and I I could see the Bengals doing something along the lines of that for Joe. That depends on their, but that depends on how their salary is going to look at that, how that salary cap is going to look. You see, y'all planned that out based on what y'all knew about the salary cap. Yeah. So that this year, y'all could take majority of the hit. Now, if we go look at the right. other years, you guys probably wouldn't be able to take that much of a hit. And I'm going to throw Kyler Murray in there because... Years were like a bonus. Fellas, mm. There you go. But now let's take Kyler Murray and look at it. Well, but they're a terrible friend. <laughs> yeah, but, but and they did not have to pay Kyler Murray at all. No, at all, at all, at all. Terrible friend. The Falcons learned from that from Julio Jones. Hey, honey, I'm waiting on my alimony. But the Falcons learned from <laughs> that alimony. with Julio Jones. Okay, yes, I'm waiting on my alimony. But yeah, when he asked for his contract like that, that's how come Matt Ryan had that forty million dollars. At the end, when he's going through and not producing those same numbers, is because we had to find a way to pay Julio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that again, people got to understand, front load these contracts. Do not do that in the back. And don't be like a Jerry Jones to keep restructuring and restructuring and restructuring to where you can't restructure no more. Right. Ebony, you on fire. So the next question is absolutely <laughs> for you. And this is a loaded question. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> your, your rookie Running back is the highest paid running back in the NFL yeah. this year. Please make it make sense. <laughs> wild, wild stuff, man. Hey, all when, I'm gonna say is this. All I'm gonna really say is this about Bijan, Mr. Robinson. Okay. One Mr. Robinson if you, is crazy. Yes, Mr. Robinson. I should put Mrs. on my back. But anyway, <laughs> um, but no, so y'all gonna get her started. Honestly, now. yeah, yeah, y'all gonna get me really sorry. But no, I would say Go this, in. <laughs> this is how I, I'm I'm going to defend this question. Okay. One Falcons never really had a good running back. 
since Michael the Burner Turner. Okay, even when we had our little tandem with Devontae Freeman, uh, we can say Warwick done, but I'm talking about like in in this. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going back. We're not going said, back. Yeah, I'm talking about post Michael Vick. Post Vick. Okay. All right. We're not about to come this. defend your own team. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going. We're not going back on Falcons history because again, nobody can't touch them. But I'm just saying, in this era, in this up and coming era, no, we just haven't had a. We literally since. I guess you could you could say literally Michael Turner from this era yeah, on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you can count okay. Devontae Freeman. You can count um I forgot his name, but he played with the 49ers. That shows you how much uh, I forget about players. Uh Coleman, Coleman. Tevin. Coleman, yeah. Yeah, Tevin Coleman. When we had that duo going into the Super Bowl. But the issue is, is that Arthur Smith had Derrick Henry. Mm. He did not have that going in here. We we ran Cordell Patterson down. That man was supposed to be a wide receiver. We turned him into mm. a running back. We done ran this man down to where he can't even really finish the whole season. Hey, so by the way, I'm going to cut you off for two. And he yeah, go ahead, Maestro. Go ahead. Him and Ty Montgomery is the reason why we going through all this shit. Let's be very clear. <laughs> it is the reason why we going through why Saquon Barkley can't get a contract, why running backs is having all these meetings on Zoom. It's because uh, your team – and the Green Bay Packers, and, in, and and even in some respects, Baltimore Ravens, because they went and picked up Ty Montgomery the next year, and, and he had like a 700-yard rush a season. Y'all filthy for that. But, so I blame I don't know about that. Ravens, I don't know about 700 Packers, yards, but go and ahead. The, <laughs> and the Falcons for the reason why people like uh, Saquon Barkley, arguably top five in the, in the league at running back right now, can't get his bread. And Josh Jacobs. And Josh, right, right. Yeah. Me and Russia can't even get a contract. Look, all I'm going to say is this. Thomas Dimitrov, because he left our team in shambles to where we had to figure out some way, type of way to be able to compete. So blame Mm. Thomas Dimitrov for that one. (laughs) But no. So again, to fulfill Arthur Smith's dream of what he likes to run again, he likes to run a two tight end set. He likes to have that big back running back. Uh, Again, we all know this is turning into a more of a passing league than a running league, too, at that. So we are leaving out the running back. But Arthur Smith is like, hey, no, we're we going to continue to do this. This is how you help balance it. And plus, we have a rookie quarterback, even though everybody said it's his second year. This is his yeah. first full year as being yeah. a starter. Yeah. So this yeah. is, yeah, we got to help Desmond Ritter out some way, somehow. Like, again, Arthur Smith wants to run, even though our base is going to be more like that 11 personnel but he wants to tap in into that 12 personnel, that 13 personnel. I can even see us running that 22 personnel. Mm. Like, it's going to be so nasty that it's really going to pick your poison. So why not go ahead and pay this man? Because he's not going to be just used as a running back. I can have this man outside, lined up mm-hmm. on the outside in the slot, baby. Defend that with Drake London and Kyle Pitts over We got to get y'all up. We got to get y'all buttons. We got to get y'all buttons. <laughs> we got to get y'all buttons. <laughs> Mute buttons and all that. No, no, <laughs> like ring like... and chime buttons. Yeah, we got to oh. get yeah. chime buttons. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Your ass. Don't end up like we did uh, yeah. drafting CEH in the first round, and that is kicking our ass today. Um, tried to give him away like a car air freshener this year and could not meet still on this team. We still got to deal with him. But no, I'll prove it to you like this. The only way that's going to happen is if we fire Arthur Smith. That's the only thing. I don't see that no time soon because this is really his, yes, it's his third year, but this is his really first full year with his players. 
with money, with a team that actually compete. Come on, man. We were literally sitting over here. Half the team we had ain't even in the league no more mm. that when he came over there. Yeah. Like this man took paperclip and bubblegum and put together a team where we were actually won seven games. We weren't hey, even supposed to win seven games last year. <laughs> hey, Ebony, no cap, but y'all might win the South this year, the way that division is. Looking Don't right get now. Her started. Don't get her started. Uh, okay, I'm a, I, 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 I ain't gonna hold you. If I could just push Trey out the out the out the Zoom, I right mean, there, just because that that hey. sounded that sounded a little bit pandering to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll be honest with you. The the South is um. It's, last year the South was mid. Yeah, y'all still mad. Don't worry, y'all still mad. Everybody in that division's yeah, mad. Y'all still mad. Don't worry. Y'all didn't get y'all didn't get high grade. Y'all still mad. South is gonna come down between us and the South. Let's just put it like that. Just pay attention. That last game of the season when Atlanta travels to New Orleans, that is going to be who wins the division. We're still going to playoffs. I don't care. I mean, mm. I want to win the division. Look, I'm good. Cool, that's all. This is, the time. this is the time to be a good thing. This so. is recorded to when they don't do that. We're gonna pull that right back up. That's a, no, <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's King right. Cut It right there. That's King Cut It. I call him Young Cut It right but, there. Like, but hold on, hold on. But Meg, it's gonna take y'all a while to win the division. Remember, y'all still building down there. You know, the AFC. I'm fine. I, listen, you haven't heard me say nothing about my division because I know where we are. Falcons fans are the ones who are the most <laughs> finicky people I've ever we met. Are. So win the division or the sky is falling. Like there is no in between. So this confidence, I'm like, okay, listen, forget it. I'm married to a Falcons fan who always tells me, listen, I'm not watching them. I'm not going to let them ruin my Sunday. But then, you know, when you get good things happen, he's like, yeah, we got big shot. Wait a minute, didn't to convince you to go to your old Falcons game mm. last season, like I'm the one that bought you hey, tickets to the game. You don't, so wanna, we you don't, we, you don't <laughs> see. Let me tell you about it like this: the Falcons have hurt us so much that sometimes if they are if they start this losing streak, you kind of just want to sit at home and just take a drink and just kind of watch them. You don't really want to be out in public doing all of that because I'm I'm telling you right now it's been so many times where I had him pace back and forth in my living room my son thinking that something is wrong I've been lost my voice because I'm screaming at the TV I can go sleep after that I don't want to sit over here and hear other opposing fans laughing and giggling and jumping around in my face I ain't got time to go to jail sound okay? like a toxic <laughs> relationship Ebony I ain't gonna hold you it sound like a toxic <laughs> it is, relationship it is but I'm dirty birds to the day that I <laughs> go opposing fan up. laughing I can never come there on a Sunday. Mm. I will only come for a Monday night game or a Thursday night game because the fact that y'all got a Chick-fil-A and it's closed on Sunday mm. makes me angry. Mm. <laughs> college, only college football teams get to experience that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, Meg, uh, I want to know how you feel like this uh, running back market thing is going to affect your running back because um, maybe maybe make uh, more impact. This is maybe more impactful to your running back than Pacheco with Jody with uh, with Jody. So uh, I want to know your thoughts on this uh, situation because Jonathan Taylor, um, obviously he was injured last year, but I mean it's touted as one of the backs in the league, one of the good ones. So uh, how do you think this is going to affect Taylor? Are they going to fix this? Yeah, so it's interesting. So a couple things. So right before this uh, call, like literally probably minutes before we we got on the podcast, Jim Ursay tweeted and said, we did all this work to, 
you know, put together the CBA to make sure that players get essentially a fair shake at a contract only for you to now say that this one player is now devalued. Right. Mm. So it's interesting. I thought that was pretty strong words coming from an owner to say that. And it's also interesting today. Uh, was it today? Yeah, it was today. Chris uh, Ballard also said, Hey, the running back market is what it is, but we believe in paying our players. Mm. So I think that is starkly different than what a lot of the league is leaning towards and why you saw it kind of drag out with the Giants. Uh, I actually had a back and forth with Damian Woody (laughs) in my mentions yesterday about like, hey, you know, my argument was when you have a unicorn in this new wave, right? Like this is a passing wave, but you got a unicorn. You got a Derrick Henry. You got a Jonathan Taylor. You got a Josh Jacobs. Nick Chubb. Yep. Nick Chubb. Right. You want, in my opinion, you want to pay them. They are a unicorn, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. His argument back to me was, he was like, well, when's the last time you saw a team that paid a running back win anything? And I get it. I do. I wholeheartedly get it. That's a valid argument. But my point I asked him was, what is considered a fair price for them then, right? Because the franchise tag for a wide receiver is 19 19. mil, right? Mm -hmm. For a running back, it's now down to just 10 mil. And in my opinion, there's probably only a handful of backs in this league who are worth more than the 10 mil. Now I'm not saying I I really feel comfortable, you know, dropping off 19 mil for a running back or anything else like that to those levels, but I could see a 12 or a 13 or heck, you know, we've seen a 16 mil in green Bay. Yeah. 15. So you've seen those high numbers. So that tells you, okay, yeah, this can be done where it gets very interesting now is let's say you take those players off those teams, right? Take Derrick Henry off the Titans. Trash. The Titans. <laughs> and, and tell me if he, if you wouldn't pay him the money. Yeah. Just tell me yeah. if you wouldn't pay him the I money. I mean, take Saquon off the Giants. Take Saquon right. off the Giants. Yeah, same thing. That's, and that's my point is that, like, I get it that the league is moving towards a situation where they're like, hey, I can go younger. I can go cheaper. I can get someone who does just as much as you. I I get it. I do. I really do. But again, my argument to you is if you have a unicorn in this situation, an elite, an elite back, I would argue that you would want to pay them, especially if you have a younger quarterback who needs still needs Mm -hmm. time to develop. You have a rookie quarterback, right? Who needs a safety valve, a true trusted safety valve, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I I think for Jonathan Taylor, it becomes very interesting because Outside of the injuries, you know, Jonathan Taylor had last year, the season before, he was the leading rusher in the league, right? Like yeah, 1,800 yeah. yards, a gazillion touchdowns. I mean, I'm being dramatic. But, yeah, sure. You know, several touchdowns and things like that. And it, I mean, Jonathan Taylor wasn't, he wasn't coming out producing that, but the back half of his rookie year into his sophomore year, I mean, he literally took off. Teams were now game planning for, oh my gosh, we have to stop this man, right? Mm. So this is how you know that like, okay, well, this is a this is a core staple piece that I think the Colts are going to pay. I'm not worried about the deal for Jonathan Taylor per se, but I think what he is doing is watching what's happening. And I tweeted this as well. He's watching what's happening with the Saquon Barkley situation, the Josh Jacobs situation, because at some point JT is going to have to get paid, right? Michael Pittman yeah. Jr. is also next in line on the Colts to get paid. Right. So they're trying to figure out what this number is that seems, quote, reasonable for this production. And there's no way in hell that y'all paying Michael Pittman more, and I guess in balance, more than you're paying Jonathan Taylor. Well, you might uh, th- that might actually happen at this yeah. point because again, yeah. the the running back market is not as high as we think it is. So think for example, Saquon said, "Hey, the franchise tag is unacceptable to me." Right? Yeah. It's completely unacceptable. His deal that he got 
is really darn close to the amount yeah, of franchise right. tag. It's, it's the tag. It's the tag plus incentives. incentives. Yeah. Right. You did all of that yeah. for 909000 Like, you did all of that for 909000 but, but my point is, I think for Saquon, he wanted to feel valued, right? That's the biggest thing. Like, right. Yes, the money right. is important. And I think some of these other backs who were, who were speaking a lot, uh, Eckler and, and, and Henry and, and Christian yeah. McCaffrey were like, hey, I just want to feel valued. The money matters. Don't don't, don't yeah. get me wrong. The yeah. money matters. But at the end of the day, Saquon wanted to feel like he was valued. And if they had come to the table initially with something like that, he might have taken it off the top. Off the top, right. You know, he would have been like, okay, cool. This Maybe this is not as high as I want to be, but I want to be here. I want to play football, right? That's always been his message. So I think he kind of showed them like, listen, I'm going to come over here and I'm going to show my tail a little bit, but I need you to know I'm serious. I need you to know like how much I'm valued here. I don't think it was ever so much of, hey, I'm going to hold out, you know, eight games of the season and not play. But it was like, no, I I think I am among the, you know, the, the league's elite. And I feel like I should at least be paid close to what that, you know, that tag number is, if you're going to tag me and not give me the deal. So now yeah. this is essentially betting on himself to go and get that 11 mil. And then I would think they're probably going to come back and, you know, do a, do a new deal. But at this point, I'll say this, if Jonathan Taylor's deal doesn't get done now, I could see him waiting until the Saquon deal gets done and then coming back to the Colts and saying, okay, what okay. you got? Okay. Well, and I'm yeah. a, I'm a kind of picky back after this. The Giants, yeah. they got money left. They just played three people. Just played three. <laughs> they ain't got hey. no Unless no, they but I'm... a whole bunch of restructuring next year, highly doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm they, just, they just paid a quarterback that threw 12 touchdown passes. Right. Like, Hey, we ain't not going to talk about that. I mean, I told you what did I say. What did I say? They know they got to pay their quarterbacks, regardless of production. They know they got to pay their quarterbacks. Yeah. So. I, and I said it then. Daniel Jones, you can get the hell off my team for all that. I'm keeping Saquon. Uh, well, yeah. hey, but they said, but who, who's going to come over there and replace them when you really kind of think about it? I, D- Daniel Jones wasn't that damn good. I'll find somebody. Give I mean, me, get, damn, get, don't get Trey Lance. Give me, give I me, mean, it was, to be honest with you, it was Dable. With Saquon Dable Barkley. was the one who saved Jones, honestly, to be yeah. really, really quite yeah. honest with you. Dable Saquon did a lot of that was that offense. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that's but, probably why he was like, pay me. Hello. Yeah. yeah. To Meg's point about about um, the running backs feeling value, a lot of people are not even realizing and understanding that when they did this new CBA agreement and this is the Earth State Street, where were the players? Mm. Half the players didn't even show up to even vote on that. So you you guys got to understand that it's not the fact that the that you know the NFL is looking at that that the running back market and not valuing them. You guys are not valuing yourself. You got to go in there and speak for yourself. That's why the whole CBA is there. That's why they have the player union. Speak for yourself. Don't 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 think okay they got it. They they can sit over there and do it because now we're in a situation to where we're saying okay well the NFL is not valuing the running back position. They're they're not again what since 2015 this this amount for the running backs haven't went up like that anyway but then we're paying 19 mil for a wide receiver we're throwing money at the at you know at daniel jones yeah. like this so again you gotta people don't realize and, I, and this is go back to just even voting in period if you want your voice heard you gotta step up and make sure that it's heard and you gotta be there you yeah. gotta value yourself that's like us with jobs if we want to raise guess what we gonna do hey what's up bro <laughs> we need to talk <laughs> yeah. i need more money we mm-hmm. gotta advocate mm-hmm. for ourselves, and that's the same thing that these NFL players gotta gotta think about. It's just not the running backs. This could be any position. Yeah, there sure. could be any or, position. Or you could strike, and it's almost what I thought 
that whole Zoom meeting was going to be about right between the running yeah. backs. Yeah, hey, I thought they hey, was be like, oh, we're not showing up for work. Ain't no way in hell, bro. There's <laughs> still millions on the table, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so just quick stats. So the average running back salary I, I, in my research, because I had some time today, is $1.76 million a year. That's just average around the league. The top, uh, this is not super updated, but obviously number one is B. John Robinson. And the other, the rest of the list goes in, not in no particular order, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara. That's, and Alvin Kamara is at 10.2. Number seven is David Montgomery at 5.2. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they aren't making as much, nearly as much money as you think they're making. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, when people are scoffing at 10 mil, I'm like, man. Eh. You well, know, that's why you go out and you get you a sixth, seventh round running back. Right, exactly. Well, and right. yes, and that's the argument people but are making. I don't believe in paying running backs. So the, the real here's, question here's is, the thing, though, well, of course you don't, I mean, Jody. Well, I was going to say, here's the thing, <laughs> though. Y'all, y'all, got, to, y'all got uh, Edward Solaire. Prior to, ever since, this this isn't new. I've always felt this way. Ever since we got CEH, I'm like, why the hell did we go and get him in the first round? Because I also don't believe in a... Getting a running back in the first round. B paying oh, for shots fire. Like, yeah. Just hey, hey, say Saquon was in the first round too. That shot yeah. fired at him. <laughs> from I'm ready to pay Najee, by the way. I'm ready to pay Najee. If it oh, was no, my but, if it was I'm ready to pay him. So if it was if so when so when that comes up, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan for those who don't know. When that comes up, I'm ready to pay Najee somewhere close to twelve. That, but yeah. I mean all the wear and tear on their bodies, as much work as they're putting in, and then you want to pay this guy. You need a, that, that, but that's why you need a running mate with them. A lot of people. Uh, Jalen Warren. You know, Warren. And yeah, that's why I you mean, need maybe. somebody. I mean, but I mean, I mean, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my for example. We had Tyler Algier. Tyler Algier hit a thousand yards. A but lot you of our running mates in the sixth or seventh round. You ain't got to get Tyler Algier was a fifth round Because then you got to pay them all that money. So like yeah. the unfortunate situation for us is. Pop Pacheco, we call him Pop. He's on, you know, came in on his rookie deal. By the time it's finally time to pay him, he's going to be 28. Yeah. Ain't nobody paying him at 28. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Also mm-hmm. got him yeah. in the seventh round. So it's like, we know, like, I think the understanding is already there. Like, he's going to make all of his money just based off the incentives happening in the playoffs or to the Super Bowl or whatever it is. That's where he's going to make all his money. I mean, hopefully... Yeah, smart enough financial advisor. I, I think I think what we're talking about is trying to identify. I think Meg kind of alluded to it is that we're trying to identify the unicorn. Everybody yeah. else can get paid five million, whatever exactly. you want to do, but we're not going to sit here and disrespect the best of the best. And, and and I think that's what the issue is. You get you can't disrespect the best of the right. best. You can't and, and that's that was my yeah, argument to Damian yeah. Second round like, pick. What is, I mean, first what round is your, pick. Yeah. What is your what is your value for the unicorn? Like right. I get I get the I totally get the argument of like, hey, I'm not paying running backs. I can get somebody younger, cheaper, faster, whatever. Cool. But, but if you're not, not going to come across a generational talent, what's what's your threshold? You right? got to assess those, it. Those do happen. Like yeah. those those happen. So, I, I mean, I feel like this is a situation by situation basis, right? Like, we're not just going to go out and be like, oh, okay, all running backs get 15 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But if you got the top backs in the league who are all getting together because they're like, hey, uh, there aren't that many of us left. We all need to be paid 
you know, well or whatever else. So you'll go out and you'll pay, you'll go out and you'll pay a generational wide receiver, right? Like you'd go out and you'd pay Justin Jefferson. There would never be a question about whether or not right. you pay Justin Jefferson, yeah. right? You break the market for him. Right. So why, right. again, I get that you're moving towards a, a passing league, but if you have a generational talent, like a Derrick Henry, uh, a, a Jonathan Taylor, anything That's else a like linebacker. that, why? You yeah, know, I mean, there's hey. again <laughs> yeah. generational talent, but my and point that's is, what makes him a unicorn. unicorn. Yeah. So yeah. unicorn, if, if it's a unicorn, I'm willing to pay, right? Like it's 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 it is. Let's be clear; it's, it's almost, only about a seven of them at listen, max. I'll, I'll give you, I'll maybe. give you, I'll give you a perfect example. And this is not football related. Yeah, but I, I'm currently covering the Atlanta Dream, right? Mm-hmm. No one, no one on that team makes more than a million dollars. I'm not yeah. going to disclose their salaries because you sure. can go look. But sure. no one on that team makes more than a million dollars, right? Other than maybe head coach. The thing is, they have a generational talent in Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard is a walking bucket, complete walking bucket. But she is not paid like a, a NBA players are, right? Like this has been the argument. Yeah. Like a Steph Curry. Well, that's all. Like that. Or Trey Young or something else like that, right? Yeah, right. Generational talents. And I get it's a difference in, in you know, hey, revenues, that sort of thing. I'm yeah. not arguing that. But my point being is when you have a unicorn on your team, that's when you want to open up your checkbook and say, okay, sweetheart, what would you like? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, in my with mind, all the that incentives is... that the NFL has, I'm not understanding why you can. You got all these TV deals. You got all of these Amazon, the YouTube TV just came in and bought the NFL Sunday ticket where you got a, a... Ooh, my headphone just went out. Um, but you have a lot of people that are signing up and getting getting. I mean, the NFL Network, uh, NFL Sunday Ticket is two hundred and some odd dollars mm. on YouTube TV, yeah. and half of everybody I know has YouTube TV. So you have it. I'm like Meg. What What would you like? You like coffee or sugar? What What, yeah. what is, does you You want to You want a maid to come in? You know? Or do we want to do a coming to America? You know? Do we yeah. want to wash? You want to wash your hair? What? Like y'all should be doing that with these, because again, I, and this is no shade to Jody, but you're yeah, because I think completely different. Yeah, I mean, especially because yeah. the league is changing so much now. You look what at teams like the Cowboys; they're running two power running backs. But that's because they paid Zeke though. They're yeah. they, 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 well, he but that was the point, right? We're not going to pay Zeke, and we're going to go after two running backs. That way, we can have two. They're bo- not, we're not putting that's all already been, that's gonna already been there though. That's the yeah. I would I wouldn't have paid. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have paid all that. Well, money Zeke has been paid. Like he made a ton of money in his little yeah. six seven year career, seven eight year but career. They, career but, see, but here's the difference though: the Cowboys ran Zeke down to the ground. It was too late. We did that too with Jamal Charles. And so you see that we've changed up, and a lot of teams are transitioning now to where they have two running backs that are that dumb. Yeah. But, but that's the thing is, but when you have your whole offense though that is centered and where we were using a giant, you like we said, take Saquon out of that giant's offense. What are you really going to get? Well, I, I think we'll figure it out this year. It's a very high possibility that Ty Montgomery. It's a very high possibility that they're trying to figure out what it what they need to do to compete in that conference. That conference. Every single team in there will put up 30 plus points on you, and your running back ain't gonna be running it in the end zone four and five times a game. So they have to figure well, out. I mean, they don't really have the personnel, really, when you think outside. Right. They don't have the receivers. <laughs> the Giants don't have the personnel. Yeah. Well, they don't even have the, the quarterback, that, in my opinion. Well, look at the people who just got paid. Who did they just put all their money into? Right. Oh, the Giants. And that shows you what they're going towards in the future. 
I mean, yeah, they just paid their left tackle. Shout out to Andrew Thomas. Yeah, you got to keep your quarterback. You can't win games if your quarterback's on the ground. Yeah, but I mean, but we all know the offensive line. Like you, let's put it like this: we all know the trenches have to be built anyway on both sides of the ball. You have to have those. And if you have a great O line, you don't have to have a great running back. That's true. That's true. That's true. It could be true, but in the same token, it depends on the on the scheme. Because I will say this: we technically really didn't have a great O line when we went to the Super Bowl, but we had two dynamic running backs that made a difference. Okay, and we're not going to talk about we had Julio Jones, but we had Mm -hmm. two dynamic running backs that made a difference and kind of helped made that O line look like it was something. So sometimes it could work the opposite way. If you I have mean, a, I think Joe Burrow's team a whole lot better if they had a great O line. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I and because what I would say, I mean, I mean, I, even and I'm sorry to cut yeah, you off. You go, you go, you go. The Bills, the Bills, if they had a better O line and a running back that could go in there and make an impact, they would be a whole lot better than what they are today. I agree with that. Yeah, I, 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 th- I, I, I would agree. I, again, I think we kind of, uh, you know, beating a beating a dead horse because I because I agree with Jody's point. Um, the running back doesn't have to be good if everything around him is good. It's just, it is about scheme, like you said. At the end of the day, um, I think I think the point that at least that I want to beat home is that don't disrespect gener- generation talent. You can do it, yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. could Pacheco, like in her case, Pacheco. You can treat Pacheco that way with, with all due respect. He ain't a generational talent. Um, no. We don't know about no. John Robinson yet, but at least he looks right, that way. Right. So you treat him that way. Um, yeah. John Fatella, I would hope it would be the same. Would be the same way. You got to treat those guys like those guys. Again, um, another name, another couple of names that I didn't bring into this running back conversation that should be Dalvin mentioned. Cook. Um, no, but glad you said him. Um, and, and glad you said him. He's out there. Well, he I, I'm gonna get to he's that. Great. I think he's gonna end up with the Bills. But... I think he's gonna end up with the Jets. Oh, he'll be with his brother. I think he's gonna end up with the oh, Jets okay. because Aaron Rodgers just took a pay cut. He did definitely just restructure. Yeah, yeah that's true. I think he's going to the Jets. They don't. You think you think they don't trust Brees? Um, uh, I don't. He's coming off the injury. Honest, he's coming off the injury. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I mean, they're definitely about to go get somebody. What's the I, other running back they have? There's another dude, Michael Carter. Michael but, Carter. Yeah, there you go. Because, because, once again, you're talking about, and I, I wouldn't, I don't know where you, Dalvin Cook, healthy, looks like he's generational talent. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you can get him, yeah, if you can get him in for the low and say, "Hey, prove, prove to me you could do what you got to do," while we got Aaron Rodgers and. The offense they put together with an already solid defense, I, I I see that I see that happening I see that happening one hundred percent. The names I was talking about that ruined the market is unfortunately in my mind Le'Veon Bell and Todd Gurley. So they, oh, that's the other yes. side. That's the other side yes. of the situation. Yes. Those are the two people that said I got to get paid because I'm doing all this for the team. And the second they got paid, got injured or was not good in Le'Veon Bell's case. So yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so Todd Gurley case too. Okay, for Todd Gurley, I blame that on the Rams because, one, y'all knew when y'all drafted him at at number 10 that he had and was coming off that ACL injury that he suffered at Georgia. That's Mm -hmm. where they kind of – and then on top of that, we go back to the running mate. 
he didn't have a running mate when mm -hmm. he really ran. They used this man and ran him to the ground to where there was nothing. I kind of really blame mm -hmm. that on the Rams. If they would have kind of gave him a little, I mean, they did that too to Steven Jackson, but we're not going to talk yep. about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> they did that to him too. But if you look at it and we and you kind of go back, once he even kind of went to Atlanta, he was kind of able to take a little time off. He was that tired girly that he was with the Rams, but I just felt like the Rams kind of ran him down. So that's another thing. When you have those running backs coming off an of injury, you don't know what type of running back that you're going to get because of how much uh, you know, wear and tear mm -hmm. that they do take with yeah. with that ball. So I I kind of blame the Rams for Todd Gurley. And maybe it's a maybe it's a delicate balance, right? It's a balance of workload. It's a balance of paying them, yes. you know, the right amount or whatever. And I think that's probably what is what we're kind of getting at as we kind of discuss this in real time. But I, I'm hearing a lot of like, hey, they ran this guy into the ground. They ran that guy into the ground. Then the money looked terrible because the guy was ran to the ground. Yes. So I think it's it's a lot of factors. It is you know offensive line. It is it is the running back themselves. It is the the workload. It's okay. Hey, we don't want to have so much money tied up in them. Um, it's a balance. It really is. It really is a balance. Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'll say I'll close it. I'll close it with this, man. Um, uh, how much loyalty do you owe to the product when it's business to begin with? Literally. <laughs> I mean, and listen, on that note, though, this is why they tell players go get paid because yeah, teams aren't exactly. loyal. So exactly. I can't right. blame I can't right. blame these running backs for saying, please run me my money. I really right. can't. At all. You, At all. You never know. You can be a Kareem Hunt playing one year. After that, they say, hey, bro, you got to go. You can't even negotiate your contract. So you can <laughs> Kareem Hunt don't got a job right now. No, he does not. not at that, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. One of that's the best out there. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I want to, I guess it's a lighter topic. Uh, We got some WNBA reporters around here and i just i just i, I just kind of want to ask you guys about your experiences i see jo i seen jody on twitter with my absolute favorite is jordans of all time uh the the jordan flint 13s yeah those are my absolute favorite jordans of all time and, and that's when i knew that's when i knew that's when i knew like i right, we might be we might be friends in real life because you know what i mean yeah but um talk to me about your experiences uh covering the wnba i start with jody and congrats by the way for getting yeah, for those sure too. for sure man it's been like quite the experience and i know meg can probably attest to that too uh, me and her were just talking about how, like, this is how it's our both first season covering. Uh, the Dallas Wings, they're just, like, a crazy good team. Like, you can't – our big three is insane. You have Arike, and I never said her last name right. Ogumbawale. 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 I never yes. can say it right. Yes. I always have to think through it to say it. You got Satu Sable. You have Natasha Howard, like our big three, they are very dynamic. And I will say like at the beginning of the season, they were definitely trying to figure out how to build that chemistry and to make it work. And it seems like now they're finally clicking on all cylinders. Um, every single press conference that I've done with them, they're all like, we're just getting started. Like, yeah, we're out here and we're trying to dominate as much as we possibly can, but we're just getting started. And, you know, I think, it speaks volume to our bench too. Like even last night, we did we did lose. We broke our five game win streak last night, losing to Connecticut, who they are incredible. They're the number three in the WNBA mm -hmm. right now. Um, our bench players came out and they were like 
insane. Veronica Burton went crazy. A walk, and I cannot say her last name either. K U I E R. They they came out. You got some. The- you got some homework to do, Jody. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say your name. I'm not gonna butcher it, right? Yeah, but, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I respect right, that. You're right. They, right. they came off the they came off the bench yesterday and they just made an immediate impact. Went down twelve and going in a halftime up two with them two just coming off of the bench. So I mean I'm really excited for this team. There's still 17 games left to go in the regular season. I can't I can't imagine what's going to happen next. Um, our team, the Dallas Wings. Meg's going to talk about her team, the Atlanta Dream. These two teams have been battling back and forth literally probably for the last like three four weeks. Like. Our teams are going back between fourth place and fifth place, fourth place and fifth place, fourth. And so it's like, I, I don't know. You got to be the referee because they they try to throw jabs at each other. So I have No, to- I have not thrown any jabs. <laughs> I have not thrown. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Bully <laughs> Jody. <laughs> no, it's been, well, and that's because we've been chasing the dream for weeks and we finally got ahead of them. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like now what? So, um, you know, there, it, it, it's really interesting. So I don't know if y'all paid attention, but of course the aces are number one. Yep. 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 I thought uh, I was going to have to say it, but I, I, I'm glad you said The Liberty's right there. Liberty's number two, and then Connecticut's yep. number three, and then it goes the Wings, and then it goes the Dreams, and then it goes the D.C. The yep. Mystics, right? Yeah. So we actually played the Mystics on Friday, and Megan and Atlanta, they played the Mystics on Sunday. And us three teams are really battling right now between fourth, fifth, and sixth place. Yeah. And we're all, I think me and Meg both have a tied record of 13 and 10 or 16 and 10, 13 and 10. 10. And they're mm-hmm. 12 and 11. 11. I'm not looking at my notes. Mm-hmm. They're 12 and 11. So, I mean, all of us are literally between just like one game of how this conference can rotate. And yeah, everybody's in playoff mode right now. So everybody's pretty much thinking like playoff mode. And I think like the most important thing for us right now, which has been nice is We've been healthy, and if we could just stay healthy through the remainder of this season, then we got a good shot of hopefully making a run in the playoffs. So, now, do you guys, as reporters, travel with the team, or you guys just cover the respective home games? Just home games for home games. Okay, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the dream. Yeah, well, first let me say this: uh, it's been it's been an honor and a pleasure to be able to cover the Atlanta Dream. Um, I, I can't say that enough. I was sitting here thinking about it the other day. I was having a moment and, and Jody was like, Hey, breathe. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but the thing is like, I realized in that moment, just how much it meant to me to be able to cover this team. Um, I've come, you know, I kind of came in uh, maybe a little more than quarter way through the season, right. They were, they had finished like 10 games or so a little more than that. And uh, it was right before they went on their seven game win streak. And I, you know, I, just really kind of getting my feet wet, learning, you know, right moments to ask questions, things like that. Basketball is not my like first love, right? Football is, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I watch basketball Spurs fan, that sort of thing. So obviously I can play, I can, I can, you know, I can, I can follow the game, things like that. Um, but having to get deep into my analytics bag on finding things and, and being able to give those nuggets and ask about those things and learning about sets and, you know, all that sort of thing. So it's been a fun ride. It's been a wild ride, um, but I, it's all in, in, in good fun. Let me say that um, as far as the dream, like they are a team who I feel like when they are on, they are absolutely on. The biggest thing for them is, of course, consistency. And Coach Wright will tell you that as well. Accountability and consistency is the two words she has mentioned to me and several other reporters like very frequently. Consistency and accountability. Um, I think for them, 
they got a tough stretch coming up. So they really want to, you know, get it together. They, they, um, they played the played the Phoenix Mercury uh, earlier this week. That was on Tuesday. I say earlier this week. That was like yesterday. It feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it was yesterday. And I, I was there for that game. And, and it was, it, first of all, let me say this. It was really good to see BG in person. That was first time experience. Mm. You could just mm. see how shout much. Shout out to BG. He, yep. Yeah, shout out did to you, BG. Did you get to go in their press conference at all? I didn't. I did not, girl. It, like, it didn't come lots, to yours? Lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of people wanted to, yeah. get to see yeah. BG. Well, and. Um, in Dallas, when we played them, they ended up doing their press conference, and then they came over to the wing side, and they let us. Okay. Them. Okay. So nice. I think for I think for us, like we're allowed to, like we're not necessarily allowed to go over there, but we can join the Zoom if we want to to like to talk to them or whatever else. Which at that point, like I, I knew I had to get an article out and, and some other things, so I couldn't do that. But I will say that in that moment, again, it also realized like just how much the WNBA means to these 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 fans means to to the the players Mm -hmm. uh, the coaches um and it was just really good to see and i think for for atlanta for them they they really have to get some consistency from their starters and of course their bench is a big x factor too coach and i have talked about that some weeks ago that they've got to get more of their bench they happened to do it yesterday because their bench got time but they got some shooters on that bench and i really want to you know highlight um ari mcdonald she just came back from injury she's had uh, 25 points in two games uh, with, you know, playing minimum, I'm going to say in tough quotes, minimal minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was telling one of the other uh, reporters, I was like, oh, no, I was like, her new nickname is Ari McBuckets because she came off the bench like a rocket. Mm. And she just so much fire and energy and passion and just injected it into that team. And it's so good to see that. And I'm starting to learn the nuances with the players and things like that, getting to know them on deeper levels. Uh, Coach Wright is phenomenal. Uh, cannot say enough good things about her. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I, we mentioned, or she mentioned yesterday to us is that, you know, as reporters, we're always looking at the, the, um, <laughs> the, the, the records, the stats and things like that. So the dream broke several records yesterday. Uh, Ryan Howard's the fastest player in the, in the WNBA to 153s, uh, which is great. Mm. She did in 57 games. Uh, Daniel Robinson moved into 10th all time on the all times assists, uh, records, uh, overtaking coach, Wright. Um, Alicia Gray recorded her hundredth block in her career. So there was a lot happening in that okay. game. And so of course we, we brought that up in the, in the press conference and coach, coach Wright goes, Oh, you guys know all the stats. Like I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing is though, like that's for, to, for her to say that I think is, is really like, it carries some weight because you sure. know, it's, it's, it's tough to get in these, com- in these press conferences and know the right questions to ask. Jody and I talk about it all the time. Like, yeah, you, you, de- great- you literally took the question out of my mouth. I was getting ready to ask yeah. you. Like, yeah, I, I watch them on, you know, I was I watch them online or whatever, and it's only so many questions you get to ask. Period. So it's important yeah. to ask the right question to get the most information yeah. possible, and so, to not ask a question that somebody else asked. Right. Correct. You're pretty much like fighting with the people around you. Right. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 can you be the first? Can you get the correct question out? Right. Um, can you get a deeper kind of nugget out from, you know, from the players, from the coaches? And it's tough. Like I, I told Jordan all the time, you could, you could come in with a great question. You're like, Ooh, I'm going to ask this. And then something happens that like completely throws your question. Like yeah. either right, the right. team loses or, you know, they tell you, Hey, you're going to have this player and this player in, you know, in the press conference and those players don't come in. So now you got to think on yeah. the fly right. because there's different players sitting in front of you. Right, like there's right. all these things that happen that you have to be really, really good to be able to do. And so, you know, I remember my first time going in there, I was like, I got, am nothing. I sitting in the front? 
Like, yeah, Jody is Jody's coaching me up. And I'm like, I got nothing. Like, I really got nothing. But the first question, first question yeah. I asked was, and it was to Nia Coffee and Alicia Gray. I said, Hey, what is one word that you would use to describe your first quarter of the season? Right. Mm-hmm. And both of them were like stumped, like they had nothing. And I was like, Oh, okay, good question. Right. I literally came up with that on the fly because they were like, Hey, the press conference is going to start here soon. And I walked in and the press conference started 30 seconds after I walked exactly. in. Wow. So I really had no time to really like yeah. prep my questions because also right. my credentials came like lightning speed, probably right. Like the day before there was so much that was happening before I got in that moment. So I say mm. all that to say that like, there was a lot of learning happening on the fly. Every That's day we're so. getting better. Every day we are, mm-hmm. we are, you know, learning how to interact with our players, interact with the coaches, um, interact with the staff, which is, by the way, Linda Dream staff is phenomenal, by the way. And yeah. I'm not just saying that because because I'm covering them. They are phenomenal people. They're great, wonderful people. Um, but yeah, you're learning all that on the fly and how to tailor it, you know, on the fly. So it's been a really, really fun experience. And I look forward to doing more of it. Absolutely. Messy question. Messy but I quick. think the, oh, I was going to, I'm sorry, oh, no, I, I was going to say, but I think the the moment where you guys start to pivot when it comes to, okay, somebody asked the question that I was going to ask. Now I got to think of something on the fly. I think the moment you guys get to that point and you can alter your way of getting your questions out, I think that's where you're going to be like, okay, it's going to start to come fluid now as each game and each press conference goes by. Yeah, I mean, like, even I've had conversations with Meg, and I'm like, I think the most important thing is you not only do you want to keep building that relationship with the coaches and the players, sit in the front and ask a question every single time. Every single, time. Every yeah, single yeah. game, ask a question. And if you can get two questions in, do that, because what starts to happen is, is they start looking for you in the room. Yeah. You know, earlier this week, right before we broke our um, winning streak, when I was talking to Coach, She's like, hey, Jody, how are you? And it was kind of of cool to have that connection with her because she knows I'm going to ask her something every single time I see her. For them to start looking out for you, it makes you feel like, okay, maybe I am doing something right. And Mm. you definitely always are thinking off the fly. And Meg, when you talk about BG, that makes me think my very first WNBA press conference period, my question was to BG. Mm. And my question was like, the 10th question, because everybody had questions. Actually trying to wrap her up and get her out the room. And she seen I was going to say something and they were like, she got to go. And she's like, no, 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 I got it. What's up? And I'm like, okay, so let me ask a great question then. So um, it was really nice to kind of have that experience. And at that moment, that's when I was like, all right, like set your nerves aside. You know, you can do this. Yes, you're in this room with a whole bunch of people that might look like you. Uh, but you can still do this job and you can be great at it. So yeah. All right. So yeah, messy, yeah, I do such a dope job. Yeah, messy yeah, question. Thank you. Job. Messy yeah, question that you can answer PC if you like. Okay. So with all of that y'all just said, I can imagine that it can be competitive in that room. Talk to me about that. <laughs> like in the media who, room. In the media room. Who yeah. who don't like who? Oh gosh! Oh no! I'm definitely not answering that. Okay. Definitely not answering that. <laughs> definitely not answering that. But I will. I will say this: I've I've not experienced an environment that like I, that. Okay. But I don't even know them like that. But the people who I have met have been extremely helpful. Okay. Like a lot of the people who I've met, 
they're like, Jody, we got to get you on with the Mavs next. So yeah. how do we get mm. Dallas Mavs? So if anything, it's been nothing but like positive connections and everybody okay. can help everybody and everybody yeah. trying to grow their socials because at the end of the day, we're all out here trying to do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. So yep. if I can get some of your followers, you can have some of my followers because we all are liking and talking about the same things. That's anyway. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I've not experienced an environment like that, which is why I was like, no, I'm definitely not answering that question because I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Um, but I, I will say this is that, yeah, you do realize like, yeah, there is a little bit of competitiveness and hey, you want to get your question, those sorts of things. But I've been, I'll say this, the best thing that could have happened for me was that in like being in the environment with the WNBA prepared me to go into other environments. So I got to cover an Atlanta United game, right? That's Mm -hmm. a a lot bigger uh, press presence, right? I did that a couple weeks ago. It's a lot more folks in there. Uh, Mm -hmm. And also, which makes it very interesting. I did my first locker room kind of interviews and that was like, holy cow, like you see the you know, the, the photos and the videos of people with everyone's got their phones and they're interviewing yeah. and microphone. Yeah. It was all yeah. of that. Mm. And is, and is very much like who can get my question out, you know, first. Right. Or can I make sure I'm heard? And I am, I am small. That's why I'm you're five, short. You can, yeah. I am five foot and all of five foot two. So yeah. for me, I automatic, automatically, I'm trying to be up in the front because I'm like, first of all, I can't even see. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's the second time I've heard that. That's the second time I've heard short yeah. people work in these situations. Yes, they do. That's this the second is the time one I've heard time that. where I was like, my yeah. height is helping me out here. Thank you so much. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. But I'm sure, and I can't, I can't see. And the other thing is, you're probably not going to hear me if I'm behind taller people. So I automatically, like, as soon as games ends and things like that, and we're allowed to go into these spaces, I try to go immediately beeline, get my seat so I can see, Mm -hmm. and also get my seat so I can ask my questions, those sorts of things. So I think for me, it's it's less of like, hey, yes, I got to compete with the folks around me, but the the folks around me in those rooms have been so, so helpful they have been super, super great about answering questions um, about like, hey, you know, well, the big thing about, the, of course, watching basketball games is they are quick. They are fast, yeah. fast, fast. Everything yeah. happens fast. So when we're sitting there, there'll be times that we'll like, we'll miss things. And so All we'll have the to damn time. Over. Exactly. By the time by the time that you try to like write it down or tweet it or anything, like they have moved on. It's moved right, on. So there are right. times where I've had to lean over and say, Hey, did you see that? And someone's been kind enough to do that. They don't have to do that for yeah. me, right? They yeah. really don't. They could they could focus on themselves, but it's really about the relationship building, which again, I felt so comfortable in these environments because of the warm like people that have been there. That's what's up. Now, now May, up. did you also cover a Colts uh practice? I thought I, I thought I saw you announce. I have not done it yet, but I I got okay. credential to cover Colts camp, so I am going on August the tenth uh, to cover Colts training camp, which I'm super uh, excited about, Salute. and also looking forward to uh, to rubbing some shoulders with some of the media folks who I've been chopping it up with for years on Twitter and things like that. Uh, but also, you know, hey, it's 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 an honor and privilege. Again, I don't take these credentials lightly at all. Right. Um, so right, when I right. get when I get to do things like this. I make sure I make the most of it, and I'm super excited to do that. Nice, That's what's nice. Up. Now you're just covering the camp. You're not covering games just yet, right? Not yet. That is, you know, obviously that would that would be great to do. Yeah. Um, that is something That's that I would love. We're yeah, gonna speak but... that into existence. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Um, 
But yeah. you know, it's it's the thing. Here's the thing. I told I told you know E and Jody this all the time that I'm so proud of us and all the work that we're doing. And you know, this podcast has been so helpful for our confidence and getting into these spaces. You know, we want to get E there too. I mean, she doesn't know that yet, but she we, we want to get her there too. I have a freshman that is that I have a, a brand new freshman that started in high school. So we gotta get his schedule together yeah. and gotta get on there. Um he's actually going to one of the top schools in the state of Georgia for okay. Nice. Over there scouting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. we're making our way over there to, to actually get me over there. My goal is to actually go and do a Georgia game. Um, okay. with that, and then we're gonna try to me and Meg both are gonna try to get into with them Falcons since they don't want to open up credentials for training camp. We're mm. gonna be in there during mm. the season. That's so, what's up. Oh yeah, right. That's I bet that's a pain in the ass. That yeah. They yeah, they're like, all right, we're already at max capacity. I'm yeah. like, I was just about to say, speaking of competitive, yeah, it's competitive yeah. out here, especially for other leagues and things like that. So again, like I said, I don't, I don't take it for granted at yeah. all. If I'm, if I'm able to get into a space, not only do I like, I'm grateful for the credential, but I'm grateful for the opportunity to be around other people Absolutely. who are doing what I do yep. and to network. Work. And if I get nothing outside of it, I've introduced myself. I've made yeah. you, you know, I've made it know who I am. Yep. I try to make sure I say hey to everyone that's in the environment because I always feel like, okay, at the end of the day, regardless of whatever happens with what I do here, like in this role that I'm currently in, I want to make sure that I'm really good at what I do right. and that I leave an impact on the people. So yeah, these credentials are great, but it, for me, it's all about the relationships and getting to know people. And how can I, how can I tell stories, right? How can I get these deeper stories for these people, especially in in an, in an area like the WNBA that needs more coverage? It's in a league that's growing. So again, right. this is this is me like building building up these great stories about these players who absolutely deserve the recognition. And I take that same sort of thing and I want to do that for the Colts. I want to do that for other spaces. Wherever I'm allowed to be and, and afford the opportunity to be, I want to do that. Absolutely. And that's honestly okay. how the sports tea actually really came about. Mm. Because somebody kind of really overhearing our conversation, giving us our props for actually knowing this. And legitimately, this is what really kind of pushed us so like, okay, you know what? If yeah. we have this much effect on just a stranger, just literally just overhearing our conversation, mm-hmm. what more can we do with it ourselves? Because again, women in media, women in, you know, even I've seen some coaches. I've seen the, the Chiefs. Didn't you guys just get your first female coach or who was that? It was it was a okay. team that just got there. Yeah, I thought it was your Chiefs. I've seen some red, but I got to go back and go mm-hmm. look. But it, um, you know, women actually coming in um, coaching now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. again, we have to start building a platform for ourselves uh, again, especially in this big world of men that we're competing with every day. It's, it's about our time that we actually get out here and show like, hey, we know things just like that. Yeah, we we can play basketball, too. We may can't mm-hmm. play football like that. But, hey, I play power puff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was, and our goal at the end of the day is to be bigger than the NFL. Exactly. It's not. We're we're tapping into we're yeah, getting we're trying to get on baseball. Uh because her with, with her Kansas City Royals slash Rangers fans. They're about to have hundred losses tomorrow. Like yes. mm-hmm. yes. they are so, so bad. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're tapping into baseball. We're getting into soccer. I'm I'm about yeah, to watch those Rangers credentials. Also tough. 
Braves <laughs> credentials. That World Series set them. I, I don't even with the season tickets. Braves credentials. I really want to pop the mm. heck out of them right now. So yes. So that's how mm. That's what's uh, happening with us. <laughs> I, no doubt. No doubt. I so, definitely go ahead, Trim. Yeah, so I, I wanted to get to my favorite part of the show. Oh, before uh, you do that, before you do oh, that, because I was going to do that too. But before you do that, I don't want to forget, we got to shout out Jalen Brown, five years, $304 million. Um, no matter how much you feel about how he should have been paid, I get it. I ain't he here to do that. He should have came back to Atlanta. He would have yeah. got his money. Look, look. And, <laughs> and, and, and hey, Trey, you want to see, and you want to know something funny? What up? Um, so, uh, of course, I'm scrolling Twitter. That's why I like to find all the fun rumors and uh, interesting opinions. Somebody made it their business to post that he was dating Bernice Burgos again. I don't have the energy to be trying to keep <laughs> with, like people's who they're dating, who they're not dating. Like, but they, I, they made it their business. That is, that is deep in the trenches there. Like, that's if really I one day on just. Like today, was yeah. <laughs> today, I was so busy today, and then I looked at Twitter and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm so you should see the group right. chat of her just going boom, 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 boom. I'm like, what happened? What? Happened? So like, that's how that's how I felt last night while I was at the game, and the Herbert news dropped, and I was like, I can't even like. There's too much happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happening yeah. yeah. Herbert news oh dropped. I can't tweet about this. Like, I literally, I was just like, man, it was too much. Yeah, it was a crazy couple of days with the amount of money that was just going out to folks. Yeah. It was crazy. Hey, Alexa, play Young Dolph, get paid. Hey, hey, no, I didn't. I didn't have to do all that because my kids was running me a rampant last night, so I, I, I didn't get to do all that news. But, uh, but when I when when I got away from them, I, I got in my little corner head. I, that's when I was able to. That was when I was able to catch up. But now, Trey, we can get yes. to the best part of the show, our favorite yes. part of the show. Absolutely. Um, I'm Absolutely. gonna give all three of you ladies um, the the precursor, the warning. Um, every single, every single that that one time that it's missed, where we do a top five conversation, I get a text, a tweet a phone call or something about who the fuck is these people with their <laughs> list they don't know what the fuck they talking about etc etc and etc so or my show or my show we anger a particular fan base uh i.e the dog pound yeah we, we ain't talk we ain't talk yeah. about that yeah, but yeah that was yeah. that was crazy yeah that was crazy so, when we did so, the show last time <laughs> so i'm gonna give each of you ladies a uh a, a top five scenario. This is nothing historical, so you don't have to go all the way deep into the bag. I'm gonna start with Ebony. I want you to name your top five players in the NFC South. All right. My 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 mouth hurts talking. This sounds like some real hot tea. I can't wait. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, depending on what you say, we'll put this in the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, look, look, it is some river hot tea, but I, this is in no particular order because that's fair. I, yep. Oh, you guys no, 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 no order. No order. Let her live. Let her live. We'll be we'll be here at ten thirty if we had to put exactly. it in order. Then exactly. I gotta argue. No, no I'm not gonna lie. Actually, looking at Jody's this, um, there's actually some um good players in the <laughs> NFC South. Like I, I, I have to admit, we do have some good players. 
um, in the NFC South. But I'm going to start off and throw out these names. Cam Jordan, AJ Terrell, Alvin Kamara, Brian Burns, Tristan Wolfs. And then these are honorable mentions, though. I, I Like I said, it was tough, but I was trying to do a little mix there with it. I'm going to shout out Mike Evans, Jeremy okay. Chin, mm-hmm. and I'm putting B. John Robinson in there. Already. Got, All right. I ain't even played it down, down yet. Like, now, look, hey, hey, it's honorable mentions. Okay. This is embarrassing. This is nasty work from you. Look, and it's your list, so I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Yeah, it's your list. Oh, no, I'm going to tell her she's wrong. (laughs) This is nasty (laughs) work. Honorable mentions, because you already know Jody's going to put Patrick Mahomes at number one. She can put Patrick Mahomes for the whole five. She'll be fine. You know, you know. Yeah, she's going to die on it, so I'll be honest with you, she'd kind of be right, but... but. Now Patrick Mahomes is him, but yeah, uh, right, right. But just, 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 just for the one time, so people know your top five. I just need to know what your top five is because you went through it fast. You went through it fast. I'm gonna slow it down. So I said Cam Jordan. Okay. Yep. Um, AJ Terrell. Okay. Von Kamara, Brian Burns, and then Tristan Wolfs. I think Wolfs. Tristan, yeah, Wolfs. 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 Okay. 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 All right, I, I I can respect that. Although I would I would have put Mike Evans up in there, but you know what? It's well, your list. Yeah, I yeah, I, I wanted to kind of give you know I'm a defensive girl anyway. I was gonna do all defensive players to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> what did you matter that? Right, I, and no, no, and no, Shaq Thompson either. I noticed you. No, 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 no. no. Oh wow, um, okay. That's, that's so many. Panthers. She meant it. <laughs> JC JC Horn either, huh? And that right. Panthers. Okay. I, okay. I, I, it already hurts to put Cam Jordan. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mate. I could have went to Via Vea too. With, with, yeah. With, I could have did Via Vea, but that's you know, true. That's true. I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna be fair. All right. I respect it. I respect Megan, it. Megan, yeah. the AFC South. Oof. oof. Top five players. Right. So this is a no order at all because yeah, this was tough. Uh, I'm gonna go, Jody. Don't make that face at me. Um, you're just gonna have to be disappointed today, okay? (laughs) Come on now. Um, (laughs) All right, so Derrick Henry, okay, Jonathan Taylor, okay, Forrest Buckner, Laramie Tunsil, okay, Kevin Kevin Byard. I think, uh, is that that five? That's five. That's five. That okay. was five. I did have some honorable mentions here. And the only okay. reason I have honorable them as honorable mentions is because they haven't played like themselves in a while. Okay. Uh, so it's Shaq Leonard and Quentin okay. Nelson is my honorable mentions because yeah. even though I believe both of them are top players in the league, we have not seen them at their best due to injuries. And of course, Quentin Nelson just had a down year. Down year. Um, right, so right, right. That's my that's my list. No Trevor Lawrence. You said top five. I, I just want to be clear. I just wanted to be clear. Listen, yeah. okay. It is not. It's not that I wouldn't put Trevor Lawrence on a list like that. But you. I feel like I have to see more out of Trevor Lawrence for me to put. Uh, hold on, Jody. Before hold on, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to see more. So it's okay. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, I would have to see more out of Trevor Lawrence for me to be like, yeah, he's top five out of the entire division that's fair. for me, right? That's fair. I just so, want to hear. But he, to to be fair, he is mm-hmm. on my list of way too early MVP predictions uh, for the league because he's been on a tear since week nine of last season. That's a fact. And I would yep. love to see him continue that 
uh, you know, that trajectory with the help of Doug Peterson. So again, when he gets there, yeah, we can revisit this list and I'll, you know, I'll tinker with it a little bit more, but, and probably have Jody roll her eyes at me a little bit more, Uh, (laughs) but that's my list and I'm gonna stick beside it. Okay. Jody. So the only, I'll just say one point here. So the only um, guy I'll mention is the linebacker from Jacksonville, uh, Olukan. He led the league in uh, tackles this past season. And so, yeah, uh, that just hurts. Mm. I mean, it's 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 tough because I could have. I mean, no, I don't think he's the best player, but it, when when you have sure. records like that, Walker too. I, I mean, I could have put Zaire Franklin on there because he he broke Shaq Leonard's right. season to, right. you know season yep. uh, record for tackles. But you're talking about best players out the whole division. Like it's tough that AFC South actually has some really like nice solid talent, you know, spread across the team. So just five was tough, and I was like, oh. This is yeah. this is painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear Russell all the time. So yeah. All right, all Jody. Right, Jody. Top, okay, four. Like, top four. Top four. Yeah. Matter of fact, give her two. Laughing me because not only do I have my top five in order. Oh Lord. I have things about each person. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's hey, talking talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're not all Chiefs players. Okay. Uh, really? five, because I'm gonna start with them five. But are they, hold on, before you go, is sixty percent of them Chiefs? Yes. Three That's out of five. At least forty percent of it is. At the very like, least forty. Right? You're you're thinking you're blinking, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> My number five, um, Denver Broncos, I would say PS2. Mm-hmm. Can't mm-hmm. he's a dog. Um mm-hmm. And he was a pro bowler last year. Uh, my number four, Raiders, Max Crosby. Insane. Interesting. Uh, two-time mm-hmm. pro bowler. All pro. And he's going into his fourth season. Um, my number three is Chris Jones. Two-time Super Bowl champion. <laughs> sure. All pro. All brand. Bowler. <laughs> Entering year eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is Travis Kelsey. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, yep. Of course. <laughs> yep. Yep. He has the most... Um, thousand yard seasons. He has seven as a tight end, two time Super Bowl champion, all mm-hmm. pro, first team four times. Um, also, you know, I'm not a bowler, and he's mm-hmm. one. You're 11. Don't um, even have to say number one. Don't even just, just yeah, drum roll. <laughs> number one, right? Oh, I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> Bowl champion, two times uh, Super Bowl MVP, two times MVP. I'm gonna say his whole name. Also, one offensive player of the year. Government name. Five time Pro Bowler, and he's entering into year seven. So mm. that's my top five. That's uh, in mm. case you didn't know, that's Patrick Levon Mahomes, the second. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know his middle name, eh? That yeah, he got a real black middle name. Yeah, he was gonna. She was gonna say the whole government name. Yeah, whole government <laughs> name. And then the baby is. Patrick Levine Mahomes, the third. Mm-hmm. Hey, so what are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? I'm just going to throw this out there. Mentions Justin Okay. Harvard. Okay. Oh, Lord. She, the way she, she said that's so painfully. She's yeah, like, right. oh, if I <laughs> what are, to talk about What this. are the chances that we can take Max Crosby out for Devontae Adams? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's in my, I mean, you can put Josh Jacob in my honorable mention. You can put Devontae was gonna be, in my honorable mention. But yeah. if I look at the Raiders, I think Max Crosby, just because he wrecks that defense. Like, he more than Devontae Adams? 
Hey, they got, hey, they got on me about Mike Evans. And I, I'm, listen, I'm totally judging your list now. She was up here judging our list. I am judging He's the like fuck that. out of your list. He is like that. But if I had to have one Raiders player, I want Max Crosby. You want Max Crosby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over Devontae and over Josh Jacobs. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, that is well, nasty here, work. Here goes the thing. I can understand that because, I mean, they do have Jimmy Garoppolo. So is, is Devontae Adams going to be where he needs to be. He's he still Devontae be. Adams, though. Okay. Like, hey, Mike he, Evans is still Mike Evans, but would, would he be the same Mike Evans without Tom Brady? I mean, I mean but it's, it's like Devontae just, Adams and, like, Mike Evans is like... But, I mean, there was yeah, a Mike whole, Evans was Mike <laughs> Evans before Tom Brady got there, too. Like, there was, was like, already... a whole debate about Tyreek Hill in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went to the Dolphins and you put up all these yards, but y'all didn't do nothing. So we'll see what it's going to be like with this new quarterback because he might go out there and still produce great and it still ends y'all fourth in the division no that is man that is nasty work man that is nasty work so so you gotta say two of your co-hosts did nasty work this evening Yeah, they did. Wait a minute. Pause, pause, pause. Megan feels like her two co-hosts did that dirty (laughs) work. First of all, do you not understand that half of her list was Chiefs? Three of them were. They are the best. Listen, you already knew what kind of list it was going to be. We know her well enough to know that. Three Chiefs off the top. I'm not putting Russell Wilson in my top five in the AFC. He doesn't belong there. I mean, I'm not even. You don't belong there. You don't belong there. You don't belong there. Either Cooper Cup. I like that. Again, that's why I said these nasty. This is a nasty work list. Like this is a nasty agenda. Hey. Hey, man. Nasty <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all allowed to be Listen, who y'all are. We'll, we'll talk know. about it tomorrow. On our yeah, podcast. yeah. I was going to say, like, y'all allowed to be who y'all are, you know? If y'all well, want to do that's, nasty That's your work, list, and you're going to stick beside you it. You're allowed to do nasty work. Cooper's not placed for the, uh, the Rams. For the Rams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We need to that, but I, I was let, I, I, let it slide. You let it slide. Wait a minute. No, the only reason I said that is because it was that type of player. Like when you think of like a player who like wrecks games, I think Devontae Adams. I think Max Crosby. So like when you mention a Cooper (laughs) Cup level, I'm like, so you think of Cooper Cup, who's not in your division, but you don't think of Devontae Adams? Like what is happening here? Well, this is, this is what I will say in, in defense. And, and by the way, I think, and by the way, I disagree with that. He should be there, but this is what I will say. Um, Devontae. Devontae Adams, um, this would be his second year with a questionable quarterback. Yes. Um, that we'll see. But he's still Devontae. But as of right now, he's still Devontae Adams. He's Devontae Adams. Right this second. Yeah. All of that to be number four. You see, all these shots fired. <laughs> like, again. Like, yes. again. Look, we know you the champ, shorty. You ain't got to do that. Hey, this oh, is no, Jody all the time. She, she going to remind you. The Chargers. They need to get past the Broncos. What did she tell us? The Bengals and the Chargers can I both go to hell. <laughs> exactly like that. Hey, mm. Jody, don't let the two bully you. I I, I noticed in the previous episode they be trying to go at you 
Look, listen, let me show you this group chat if you want to think about who's bullying who. It is definitely yeah. Jody. It's very, I'm very clear who the bully is. It don't take it me long Jody's to figure it out. It's, it's Jody. It's Jody. Blame Jody. Hey, she got to write the bully. Her team got two chips. She got to write the talk of shit. If they was trash, she would be a bully. If they were trash, she'd be a bully. I thought we were friends. I thought we were family. And she was like, bump on that. Well, hold on. Well, hold on, Meg. You know, we 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 did kind of leave you hanging to in Atlanta on a couple of times. Exactly. And it was all E's fault. So now it's my fault. It so was side a- note, side <laughs> note, when we this whole conversation we talked about where like we all had this four-hour conversation at brunch, that was part of a much larger weekend that I spent with them. The entire weekend I was pretty much with these folks, more than I was with my own family. Mm-hmm. And at times. I was like, listen, I'm not built for this. I don't go out. I don't stay out late. Like, if it's past nine o'clock, I'm not going. I got to mm. put on clothes. I'm definitely not going. I got to pay to go wherever I'm going. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they had me out <laughs> past nine o'clock and then had the nerve to be late after telling mm-hmm. me to show up on time is where yeah. I was like, all right. Like, now I know it is hashtag blame Jody. It's slash hashtag blame E. I didn't have a car. I had to ride with E everywhere. Well, but, but hold on. The thing is, we was over here trying to trying to figure out where we were going. Here goes Jody. Okay, I'm gonna go like take a 15 minute nap, so I'll be up in a second. <laughs> I need a power nap. I told I you I was trying to take a nap. Right, I feel you. Look, my eyes have never been wide open. My eyes are always closed between lack of sleep or weed. So let's be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the two. So my eyes never open. I, I try. My eyes never do it. It's too bright. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, y'all ladies have different lifestyles, but y'all's chemistry is, is like that. And watching the show, y'all have fun. Y'all do a great job. And I appreciate the fact that you guys have this platform. And we're honored to have you guys on sure. to you know push your podcast as well. So... Um, appreciate that. Ladies, we, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you coming on. Um, one last time uh, for the folks out there, let everyone know where they can find you at social media and how they can catch the podcast. Go ahead, E. Oh, y'all, y'all making me sorry. Okay. Y'all, I know I am. I'm a talker. Yeah. Bit, but no. Um, y'all can follow me at Lady E underscore tell them, or you can just search up if the goddess, you know, yeah, I can sit over there and do all of that. Y'all know I have a little thing. Um, but you can catch the podcast Thursday, tomorrow. We expect to see y'all tomorrow. Interact yeah, with us. Yep. We'll be yeah, there. <laughs> see y'all tomorrow. It's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central, because somebody lives in Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But go ahead, Jody. She didn't finish that. You can follow us on YouTube. You can follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter. And I forgot. You can follow us on Twitter. No, we do that. We used to do that all the time. We used to do that all the time. Oh, we forgot Twitter. We forgot YouTube. Like, at one oh, point, look, I wrote it down. Oh, you forgot Threads. Hold on. You forgot Threads. Don't mm. forget Threads. You built that account, Jay. Well, just go on throw, uh-huh. throw Spill in there, too. Throw the new joint <laughs> in there, too. Yeah, Threads. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But the most Thanks. important thing is follow us on YouTube. For like, sure. Subscribe, share, all of that. At it's the sports tea. And baby, it's hot tea too, so don't miss it. It is. Um, however, <laughs> I am on all social media platforms at it's Jody Newsom, I T S Jody Newsom, just like it's the sports tea, it's Jody Newsom. Megan. Megan. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So if you go to Hall About Sports, that's H A L About Sports.com, you will see my brand. Uh, it's a it's now officially a media company. It just got registered today as an LLC. So Congrats. I'm super, super excited about that. Officially a walking business here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the club. Welcome hey, to the club. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Hallaboutsports.com. You'll see all of our socials on there and it's direct links. If you want to follow me, it is at the Megan Hall on Instagram and same thing on Twitter. Go ahead and give me a follow. I'll give you a follow back. Yep. And shout out to Meg too, because she does our graphics and yeah, they are amazing. So shout out to that because I know for a fact we be kind of running her rampant. <laughs> Me and mm. Jody both, we have OCD. She be doing that to herself. I be like, go to sleep. She be like, but mm. it's like six things. I feel- go to bed, Megan. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I do do those, but I I would be not I would be remiss if I don't mention that we also have a guy who's been helping us very recently, Ty Ray, who's been doing a great job with uh, editing some videos for us. If you see all of our recent uh, any of the reels or things like that, that is yep. Ty's work. Um, he just started working with us, so shout out to him. Very good friend um, of mine, Danny Thompson, introduced me to Ty uh, and Mike Patton, of course, as well as involved in that. Shout out, Mike. Shout out, Mike Patton. Shout, shout out to Mike. the homie. Uh, how we got involved with Ty. So Ty's been really good to uh, to help us out because, yeah, I was getting stretched out too thin with all the things that I'm doing. So I was like, I need some help. And Danny mentioned it to Ty and Ty hit me up was like, hey, I can do that. So shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to Roscoe. We, we, we yes, shout out to Roscoe too for hooking <laughs> yeah, us up with the... <laughs> With the nice logo and everything else, mm. we were we were going back yes, and forth about Ross, what this brand was going to look like, and I blame Jody as well for that. Uh, where we could not get you know decisions settled. Yeah, well, oh, it's a it's a great podcast, ladies. For sure. And, um, continue tomorrow's to episode three. Can you believe it? We tapped yeah. in. Yeah, hey, we tapped yeah. in. We definitely we'll tapped there. in. We'll be there, uh, ladies. Again, we appreciate you. Um, all the best. And we'll see you out there in the social media universe and uh, we'll catch up. Yes, Thank you for having me. Thank you, guys. Right, guys. Be good out there. We will. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Y'all, be, y'all be safe out there. Y'all be safe. All right. Uh, that was uh, three of the uh, Sports Tea podcast ladies, uh, Jody, Meg, and E, uh, the goddess, aka Ebony. Um, check out there. Brand new podcast on YouTube, the Sports Tea Podcast, and all their uh, individual accolades. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff, man. So, yo, man, that was a dope show, man. Yeah, I, man. I was dope to have them. What on, you doing man. for the fight Saturday, man? Uh, oh man, I'm I'm in New York on Saturday. You gotta find a way. This this I'm gonna I'm, I'm find a way. This this the big one, right? Yeah, this the big one, right? This yeah. is Earl Spence, Bud Crawford. I already yeah. got. I already got two. I already put my foot in my mouth on Earl Spence. Put put money, you know. <laughs> I, and I, I'm not confident about Earl Spence winning. For those who don't know, I got Earl Spence winning. I'm not confident about yeah. it. But okay, the people who be talking to me about Bud are mm-hmm. so confident, and I don't like when people challenge me. So it's like, nigga, woo, woo, stick woo. to your guns, man. Yeah, oh, guns, I am. Bro. It's, oh, okay. I got, okay. I got okay. money involved. No, I got money oh, involved. Okay. No, I got okay. money involved. Yeah. So I'm yeah, intently yeah, yeah. watching. I'm intently watching. So, right. um, yeah. So, yeah. That that's going down Saturday. Um, I I wish I would have thought about it because we we need to get a train on here so we could talk about it. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would that would have been something to talk about for certain. Yeah, but definitely. yeah. I I I I'll be honest with you. I remember when they announced the date 
and I just got so caught up. Oh in man, it is the, and stuff. I, I totally been, forgot. We've been talking about it crazy nonstop everywhere I am that talks about boxing. Plus, uh, Monica being a ta- in town, my sister mm-hmm. being in town. So yep. I'm a holler. I'm probably watch the fight with her. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So, yeah, I I gotta find a way to get to a sports bar or something because yeah. my my my, my in laws don't have uh <laughs> yeah. yeah time. So we'll we'll figure that one out, man. But uh, shout out again, shout out to uh, the ladies Ebony, Jody, and Meg for coming through the podcasts. Uh, blessing us with some of the great work that they've been doing uh, on the WNBA tip as well as covering the NFL and, you know, and all that good stuff. Um, Shout out to the viewers um, that uh, watched us on YouTube, Facebook, uh, on our Twitter handle as well. Um, Continue to follow us on those platforms. Uh, Also, you can reach out to us via email, uh, barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. And I want to welcome a brand new audience. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch now. So uh, this actually, and forgive me, don't hold it to my head, pause. Um, we're streaming live on Twitch now moving forward. So uh, for you folks out there that uh, live religiously on Twitch, you can check us out there as well. Um, also, if you're listening to the audio, um, write us a review, whether you're watching us on Spotify iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, whatever streaming service um, you listen to, write us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. It goes a long way. And, bro, um, I'm I'm happy to be back, man. Yes, sir. um, Let's let's sign off on here. Uh, Peace, love, and happiness, everyone. Y'all have a great week. We'll be back next week with another one. And as always, mind your damn business. Drink some water. Thank you.